1: Welcome to the Boss Hog Liberty Podcast on the we are Libertarians Network. I'm your host, Jeremiah Moreland. As always, I'm joined by our co-host, Dakota Davis. Once again, the very first episode of a three-week, or a three-episode week for us. It's, it's like a, a big story week. arc. Yeah. You're going to be so tired of me. <laughs> I've already ruined your day. We'll get into that yep. in a minute. But, uh, uh, yeah. All right. So, this, uh, this is our show. Believe it or not, it's our show, Dakota, uh, about our lives in rural Indiana. It's a show about folks who are involved in politics, and we promise that our episodes are going to be a fun and an easy listen. We interview people who are influencers, elected officials, political experts, and folks we just find interesting. In the third chair, we have recurrent, returning co-host, my baby brother, Danny Morrill. Hey, guys. How we doing? Lovely. You got all kinds of stuff for us tonight?
2: Yeah, uh, lots of notes.
1: Lots of notes. Mm-hmm. Big time. Trying. Ready to go. Yeah, but I wrote them in cursive, so I don't know if that'll be able to read it. <laughs> That's so. all right. We'll just tell some stories about last night, and we'll have some fun. I we understand. can do that. We had a we had a bro night, a, a bro date night. So we will we'll get into that in a minute. Okay. And then uh in the other chair, we have uh our second uh Republican candidate for County Council in Henry County District 1, the open seat, Mr. Adam Bowman. He's arm wrestling and Gray for the chance to fight me in November. Yeah. Welcome to the show, man. Welcome everyone. Yeah. This is cool. I enjoy it. First podcast? Yeah, this is my first Are podcast. Are you a big podcast listener? Do you do you get to listen to that or any of that any of that stuff or I, I try. Yeah.
3: Uh, four kids kind of stay pretty busy <laughs> yeah well, a, that sounds
1: like it yeah that, right. i always
3: say i'm an unpaid uber driver
1: <laughs> oh that's a really
4: good way to put that yeah, i like that that's, yeah, my that's kids, pretty funny
3: they're they're very good about telling you where to go yeah and uh probably telling you about and unhappy about your service <laughs> uh, but you usually don't get five stars tips, tips. please five yeah. stars yeah, i was like, gonna I ask
1: you if they tip very well no they don't
3: it's no. usually uh, it's usually kids are very uh expensive
1: what's uh, what kind of minivan do you drive
3: uh honda
1: uh, honda, of course yeah. see <laughs> automatic doors gotta have with them. the day job you're uh yeah honda is the choice yes so yes. hopefully there's a nice sweet discount in the in the supply chain over there uh they treat An us very incentive. fairly yeah, they treat us very, very yeah. Well, just yeah, for the, the seats good. you just get discount for the seats <laughs>
3: yeah i mean like our sister plant in alabama actually makes the seats for that the odyssey we, yeah. make, we make more of the civic and the crv but yeah it's kind of cool
1: well very cool it's neat. so uh we'll, we'll interview adam here and get to get to know him a little bit uh uh, I think you were the very first candidate in the race. Actually, you filed. You got you got to the starting line first. You I did, filed. And yeah, I did file. Yeah, got I, out there.
3: I did. I had the. I mean, uh, something I wanted to do. Yep. For a long time, uh, you know, Dick Bouslog.
1: You were just waiting on him to give up. I was. Get out of the I way. mean, an, an
3: inspirational principal to many. Yeah. You know, and a really cool person, and uh, lives down the road from me. And I uh, always told him my aspirations were to have his job. I just didn't want to run against him. Sure. <laughs>
1: Uh, so, I tried once. It didn't hurt. It was it was fine. Yeah, I yeah. mean,
3: he was a w- wonderful man, but uh, I've kind of put my name in the hat. I've always wanted to do that, and as soon as the opportunity arose, I did it.
1: Oh, very cool! Hmm. All right, so uh, we're supposed to uh, recap Dakota our week and our weekend. Yeah, and we're supposed not to be, really we're recap. Pro- promoting the uh, the tinfoil time. The Earth has two suns, I assume that's yep. that's available for the Patreon subscribers now. It is not somebody uh, somebody deleted it from the the side
4: recorders uh, SD card. I discovered that I was, okay, Patreon subscribers. We had a really, really good episode. It was about the Earth having two suns. We pre-recorded it because we knew that this week was going to be very busy, and neither one of us were going to have the time to sit down in here and uh, and record an, another podcast. So, mm-hmm. today, I get on there, and I'm like, I, I need to upload this to the Patreon feed. I start rifling through the folders that it come on the uh, side recorder's SD card there, and nothing it's not there all the folders
1: are empty we uh we had a problem uh with the Betsy Mills episode where we filled our side recorder yeah we filled it up and it stopped halfway through and we had a panic and it took me about 2 hours to edit that back together from three different files to make that work so i swore to myself we'll never <laughs> let that happen again so i take the file <laughs> i need and i copy it to the computer and then i deleted everything off of the sd card yep well danny i want you to i want you to think about this for a minute
4: there Go on. were there were 89 files on that whenever it got whenever it got full. Mm-hmm. Um, how many do you think were on it in the two weeks after,
1: after the Betsy Mills episode? Probably 10. I remember about 10. <laughs> but I don't know how long they were. You could have just let it run. I didn't check. What happened? It's a process. I copied what I needed and deleted it. Oh, that so, sounds like
2: growing up. <laughs> I, yeah, he doesn't need that. Yeah. This is it's, mine. It's
1: like being a baby brother, yeah. <laughs> Dakota got the jar treatment. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I I put a process in. You're you're in the process business. I am. You guys have, you know, you do step 1, step 2, step 3. Try to. And then you learn from your mistakes. And when you're when when something fills up, you're like, "No, we'll carry no inventory at all. We're going to get rid of everything."
3: Yeah, I usually say uh, I I found out what that button does, and we're not going to do that again. Yes. You know,
1: with the right supplier, we could make sure you don't run out of inventory.
3: That's a good plug there, yes. So we should, we should so work sales together. Pitch. then. pitch. Yes, always sales
1: Gross. Always be selling. Yeah. How dare you be political? <laughs> By the way, I heard that some of the people received their Eric the Turkey t-shirts today, so those have yeah. arrived. But we won't sell anything on this show. Nope. It would be
4: wrong. It would be inherently wrong. wrong. We learned that from the Eric the Turkey mishap.
1: Yes. God, God rest his soul. God rest his soul, yes. <laughs> I got yelled at. I took down the memorial that people had put up because I was like, I don't want the city to start mowing. And, uh, uh, and and have to, you know, have that be in the way or be accused of littering because I I was complicit with putting a couple of the items out there. Not all of them. But I took it down on Friday. It had been a week and it, you know, I yeah. felt bad about the Barbara Bush things. I was like, No. Don't wanna compete. It's probably time. Don't it's been compete. a week. <laughs> yeah, a, week <laughs> don't a, compete. a week of mourning for the turkey was enough. So I took them down and then I had like three people go, I tried to find that. Christy Avery drove through Newcastle Castle and tried to find it. Uh our Patreon supporter and uh yeah. My future mother-in-law came through town and wanted to see it and couldn't find it. It was, I felt bad. Should have waited. It's quite this. But I mean, it was turkey? out there for a week. Yeah. How long, I mean, how long do you have to? I'm
3: not sure there's a lot of precedence for uh, turkey funerals. So True. I don't know. It'd be more of a trend-setting adventure. Yeah.
1: I think a week is appropriate. I don't know. Do you have an official position on that as a as a possible future councilman?
3: Uh, I think turkeys are all right.
1: Yeah. But yeah, as far think- as turkey funerals. <laughs> nah, I, I,
3: yeah. I, yeah. Maybe seven days.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like we should have maybe invited the mayor to speak at something. I don't know. That would have been great. And maybe a couple of the commissioners. Yeah, like a roadside. And DNR. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
3: It was quite the talk of the town for a while.
1: Yeah. I, I, uh, Elizabeth Potter's watching the live chat now, and she says that the city was mowing on Monday, so we did time it just about right. It would have been gone. So we. I think we did the right thing.
3: It would have had that chopped up stovetop stuffing.
1: Yeah. That, yeah, that uh, would have been gross. Yeah. yeah. Been I think good. it was probably gross anyway after having been left out in the yeah, rain for days. All soggy and nasty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
3: You Maybe I'll spread it out. I've
1: like got the boxes in the came back. In, in, in the, I think if the boxes <laughs> yeah. in my garage. We probably could put that on eBay. And if anybody wants Eric, that's Eric, the uh, turkey stove talk stuffing, uh, for their museum, uh, you know, we can donate to the historical society or something. <laughs> no,
3: it's way too early. You got to let that sit.
1: <laughs> we'll let it wait.
3: Yeah, bringing it out right now would be kind
1: of pretty. Yeah, it'd be wrong. A, yeah. yeah,
3: it's too early. Uh, it's
1: in other news, soon. Danny, it's I went soon. down to Rush County last week, and I came home with a box of Flutie flakes. So, Flutie? I know that's Flutie flakes.
4: <laughs> What's that? Doug Flutie. Doug
2: Flutie. Really? Yeah, I've got the mm. Flutie flakes.
1: They've got some Peyton Manning, uh, Peyton Manning Wheaties for you at the parents' house. But
2: <laughs> that face, the <laughs> they, face might, be, they so might still good. be good. I'm trying math
1: wise. Okay, I'm probably about 14 years old. There were there were three items uh, in the in our family's and house. And you got growing the first up. pick. Yeah. No, no, there were three uh-huh. items. Uh, there was a Don Shula 325th anniversary Coke can. I remember when Mom drank that and our mother drank it and. Oh. That was ultimate. She was pissy about, she was very mad that it was flat and tasted terrible because it had been on the shelf for like 10 years. She drank it it
2: in like 02 and it was from 93. (laughs) Expectations.
1: It was a a commemorative can and she was, uh, that did not go over well for anybody in the house. And then there were these two boxes of cereal and my parents were trying to unload stuff and I was the good son and went down there a couple weeks ago. And uh, I came home with my choice. I had the choice and I said, I'm going to take the Flutie Flakes, but I got to hide those because he's going to try to steal them from me.
4: You said fruity flakes. I Flutie thought that flakes. you were. I thought that you like had had mumbled, and you meant to say like fruity.
1: No, I would never. Nobody yeah. cares about a box of fruity flakes.
2: Yeah, no, that's not entirely true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Doug Flutie was the. Uh, yeah, he had a career that lasted like my entire life. Like he was in college when I was in. How old are you, Adam?
3: I am thirty-eight.
1: You're thirty-eight. I'm thirty-four. <clears throat> So yeah, when I was born basically, you been about 3 or 4 years old. He was playing for Boston College and he had this throw. this yeah, this half court half half field he was a touchdown Heisman winner, wasn't he? Uh, I don't know if he ever won a Heisman or not. I don't think he was a I know short, he was, short little guy. I know.
2: He was, he was. tiny. He he's like 5'7, yeah. but yeah. but
1: yeah, so he he had this throw that turned into a touchdown to win a game for Boston College in the early 80s. And then he really didn't do anything in the NFL. Played for the Bears, went to Canada, came back, made the Buffalo Bills. And had just like a ridiculous,
2: ninety six you know, to two thousand yeah, a couple, really couple well. of years where right. he
1: was he was like the like, the feel good story Kurt Warner before Kurt Warner. Well, and then he went on to San Diego and played for a few years. Played right? a few years in San Diego, and then of course you wanted to talk about Doug Flutie. tonight. You know, I know this is what you planned on. Then he went to uh, ESPN, and yeah. the, well, but then he uh, his last game I think he played for the Patriots, and he he made an extra the point drop kick, the drop kick. Yeah, oh. a weird like the, just the weirdest thing in the NFL rules. He was like forty at the time. And now he does color. So there's your uh, there's your Doug Flutie story. All right, well, that's why we have. I know the that Flakes. it's not
4: just your
1: speech impediment coming out. No, I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> we filled up all the time. We had to plug the Patreon there, but uh, we right. do need to thank some people. We got to thank uh, thank Mike mm-hmm. Broyles. Yeah, he, we he need joined to a shout week. out to him. So we thank him, and he prepaid for the year. Man. Yeah, we're prepaid set. ten
4: dollars for yeah yeah ten He's at the ten dollar level.
1: Big old check showed up. <laughs> so Danny. Uh, you uh, you went down to Rush County with me last night. Tell me there were two two pieces of information we got out of it. One was somewhat political, and then the other one was the uh, the racing stories. Mm-hmm. So the political side. Do you remember what we heard from uh, John McCain, the economic development dude? Well, I remember speaking to him.
2: Yes, uh, I know that he went to the state
1: house. Yeah, he met with the governor. Yeah, along with Mayor York mm-hmm. and the mayor of Rushville, Mike Pavey, and the mayor of Greensburg, who is somebody I don't remember now. And they met with uh, Tom Saunders and Gene Lysing and they're uh, they're trying to get State Road Three improved Do you know? for TS Tech to take the trucks that's quicker. A long-term goal, for all, two lanes all yes, the way down, correct. all yeah. the way down to Greensburg. So they had their uh, their preliminary meeting. So that's some breaking news from the Boss Hog folks as a news gathering partner. Yep. The other gonna... the other big story though, Danny is tell. You, we, we hung out with Tony Stewart last night. Oh. Well,
2: we were close. We didn't hang out. We, we were, were closer to his
1: fiancee
2: we actually. Were. Penelope, Yeah. So,
1: she had a headlight on her hand, man. If
2: he wasn't a race car driver, I don't think they'd be together. I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. I'm sure it's true love. I'm She was either going to be with somebody like Tony Stewart or like a 65-year-old man yeah. that might have a fair amount of money. One of the two. One of the two. Could go either way. Oh, that's good. I but, wasn't expecting that. Yeah, but it was it was really enjoyable. Tony Stewart was a pretty funny guy. Um Seemed really likable, down to earth, very at home. Uh, seemed really engaged with the Rushville, Rush County area. You never know how, you know, big people's heads get. But is he still it was racing? Uh, just midgets and sprint cars. Okay, he's not NASCAR anymore. No, he's a, he's
1: a Cup Series <clears throat> owner, but he doesn't race himself at that level. Uh,
4: okay, that's really a question for Chase Payton on the sports desk, but he's not here tonight.
2: I thought I was a sports desk.
1: Oh, are you? You share it. Ooh, sorry. Oh, <clears throat> what? okay well you want to watch the basketball tomorrow chase is going to be on the desk on wednesday night uh it's called research he'll he'll <laughs> be uh he'll be reporting scores for us so anyway uh tony stewart any uh any stories you want to tell or just like yeah you should show up
2: no i one thing that i thought really was funny is as soon as he started speaking or sitting up there with donald davidson davidson um somebody had parked their car illegally and uh Tony Stewart had to announce the guy's name, license plate number, and say, hey, uh, you need to move your car because you're going ready to be towed. Um, I didn't realize that he had set the fastest rookie record during
1: his, uh, well, he's what, being His RFP, his rookie orientation, they, uh, it was 96. They still had, uh, at the time, they still had turbochargers. They've got them back yeah. now, but they didn't have a pop-up valve on there. Mm-hmm. So he said, you know, he went through his rookie orientation, and there's four different stages you go through, and you have to do 10 laps at like 190, 10 laps at 210, 200, 210, and then you you do 10 laps as basically above 220. But so, you, you don't park illegally. No, you don't yeah. park illegally. Ah. But uh, he said the dude, uh, his his chief mechanic basically, grabbed his car and uh, pushed on the little pop-off valve or the, the boost button and just turned it and turned it and turned it and turned it and said, go have fun. And he cranked out three, uh, four. Uh, he cranked out laps at two thirty seven. Yeah. Oh my god. Which, which, which was three three miles an hour faster than the track record at the time. Yeah. <clears throat> Ari wound up. Ari Leindyck wound up setting the track record that year. Anyway, uh, the four lap record. It wasn't Tony, but uh, yeah, it was unbelievable. Hmm. So yeah, he passed rookie orientation with a new track record. Cool stories. Yeah. So that was that. And then the uh, Rushville gambling. In the uh Yeah, we heard all kinds of stuff. Apparently they used to, out of the Knights of Columbus, they used to have uh Donald Davidson was telling stories back in the seventies. They uh, they had Blackjack. Uh and uh Jerry Sneva was uh who's Tom Sneva's brother, Indy five hundred winner in the early eighties. Uh Jerry Sneva went down there. He is autistic. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh he won like uh, he, he he borrowed like six hundred dollars from Donald Davidson. Uh, and lost it all at the blackjack table down there in uh, Rushville. In Rushville. And in said, Rushville. said, I'll get you back after the race. And he did. He said uh, the next, like the Tuesday after the race, he peeled off $600 and gave it to Donald. You hmm. wonder what the in house cash.
2: kept at in Rushville at the time.
1: Well, and you know, gambling, it was not, you know, uh, Rushville never had a casino. But uh, <laughs> as Donald said, the sheriff was there and the police chief was there and the mayor was there. And I guess it's okay. Well, <laughs> I guess we can go. We can hey, play. Okay. There you go. So, you know, it seemed, uh, seemed fine to them at the time. Adam, are you a blackjack man? or You know, I'm not.
4: No?
3: Yeah, I have, you know, counting to 21 is good enough.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: my gambling is maybe going about five, maybe five mile an hour over the speed limit. But uh, well, that's quite a good a question. Question. I do kinda of, I do so, like it more of the slot
1: machine. We're gonna we're gonna get into your uh, your history. Five over is your number? Because you were you were a sheriff's deputy. I was, yes,
3: yes. What's
1: what's your comfort number? Like what was your hey, we're gonna we're gonna pull them over and just well, see what's happening I mean, at the, what number?
3: The official is speeding is
1: always speeding. Of course it is.
3: So but uh usually I'd be going over like ten over what I was going over.
1: Yeah. What ten 10 over doing. what you were what currently
2: doing. Over. Yeah.
3: Exactly.
4: Hmm. So. so if you were going six over, I I could pass you fifteen. You over. could, yeah. yeah. Yeah, seventy five probably in a, in suggested.
0: <laughs> it,
3: yeah, I mean it, it all depends. You know, speeding in a school zone is different than speeding on the interstate.
4: Did you ever have somebody try to race you in your squad car?
3: Um, one time, uh, Landon Dean. Oh, yeah.
1: know, I was, was him, exactly know, the name I was going to come up oh, with. This is great. But Landon, was he in his purple car?
3: Uh, Landon, his Camaro. Oh,
1: okay.
2: and
3: uh, he had to go to Dare School. So, started, Butch
2: might have talked about this Camaro a couple weeks ago.
3: It was a black. It was a black Camaro. And uh, Landon drove it, but he didn't want to drive it to Dare School out in uh, Missouri, so we switched cars, and uh, I drove it. And uh, so I'm sitting at like three and thirty-eight, and I turn left, and a car pulls out of you know the good ones, and just you can just see roll and smoke. And
4: uh, it was Danny. Yeah,
3: I, I don't know. <laughs> He's
2: I, probably pulled me over, to be honest. <laughs> I
3: don't. I don't remember it. I try to have a pretty good memory of who I did pull over and who I didn't. But uh, so you know, th- this guy just keeps accelerating. And you know, right there by the steel mills, it's only thirty miles an hour. So he gets up to about eighty-five, and I finally pull him over. And it was like this look of a like amazement that there was a police officer behind him. And uh, uh, that's how I found out how Landon actually wrote all his tickets. <laughs> it was kind of like fishing <laughs> in a stock pond. It was yeah. so much. It was so easy. I was like, "This is. I should just do this every day." Nobody yes.
1: sees you. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm.
3: nobody sees you. You know.
2: But uh, I enjoyed my time. Landon pulled me over one time, and Shocking. he didn't give me a ticket.
3: Wow. Well. There's what, a first. What yeah, well, you yeah, must have done something. You must have been uh, polite or done something well.
2: I was, and he even commented on my car. I had a a diesel Jeep Liberty. He thought that oh, was okay. pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, he was extremely nice.
3: I always say, like, sometimes I knew the cops on the other side, so I didn't have any like negative law enforcement mm-hmm. experience with them. Like, they didn't pull me over, but right. uh, other people had different, you know, I, I've interactions.
2: Never, never had a problem out of the Newcastle Police Department or the Henry County. In fact. I was throwing water balloons at skateboarders one time <laughs> by the old YMCA. That's and something. And uh, I was probably 17 at the time.
4: And we were in a vehicle. Wow. It made a, the most sense. Se- 17, and you're throwing water balloons at skateboarders. Yeah. It's, we
2: w- hmm. might have had some issues. So <laughs> we throw a couple water balloons at them. That, is, and, that uh, is a planned crime because you can't fill a water balloon in your car. It was, that's okay. it yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was intent. We filled them up. Not really knowing what we're going to do with them, but figured Uh we could find something to do. Everyone
3: just fills up water balloons with no intent. It was hot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the first thing I go to.
2: You need to cool down? Get a water balloon. Give it a little pop, you know?
3: Yes. (laughs) Inside the car. Yeah. Give it a little
2: pop. (laughs) There's these skateboarders that were by the Y, and they were videoing each other doing cool tricks and Ollie's and thought, oh, okay. Well,. You thought it would be really cool to be in that video with the Let's throw water <laughs> water balloon water balloons at him. Balloons at him. Exactly. So I don't remember which Newcastle police officer witnessed us throw water balloons at him, but needless to say, they were able to videotape us getting uh, a really, really stern <laughs> lecture from this uh, Newcastle police officer. And uh, I hope it's on YouTube. Yeah, it's I'm too, know, bad Danny's Danny's too he, old
1: for YouTube to exist because that would have been luckily amazing. he just let us
2: go and he said, next time you want to do stupid crap. Dude, nice Make sure town. there's not a cop watching.
4: I'm like, that's
2: <laughs> actually really good advice. Life lessons.
1: <laughs> Here's yes. a tip from your Uncle Lair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. So, so uh, we
4: were uh, segueing into into a little bit of Adam's background. You were born and raised here in Newcastle. I was. Indiana. You, did you graduate from Newcastle?
3: I did, yes. 1998.
4: So did you know uh, Kenan Gray from he your was, high school experience?
3: He was my assistant principal.
1: There you go. Yeah, good
3: friend. I consider him a <laughs> wonderful friend, yes.
1: Why is he running against you that. then? Well, he That's he, ridiculous. You were there first.
3: <laughs> uh, well, you know, I, think, I
1: floated the idea that I was going to run for this office. Then you filed and then here comes Kenan. You know, yeah. I Come he, on, he man. He filed the
3: last day. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the But the more, I think you can't go wrong having the more people that have different mindsets, um, different backgrounds, different thoughts. I mean, you can't go wrong.
1: Yeah, but you've been waiting on, you know, the guy to retire since 19, since your whole life.
3: I mean, you were born in
1: 1979. I was. He was elected in 1978.
3: I mean, my my whole, like my life, I've been waiting.
1: Yeah, you've been waiting patiently. Yeah. (laughs) Living in the district. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. My whole life
3: lived a square mile.
4: Little uh, six-year-old Adam was sitting there in his bed going, man, I wish that Richard would just
1: retire.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he wasn't my principal, but his wife was my teacher, so.
1: You went to uh, Westwood?
3: I did, yes. I was a wildcat, yeah.
1: Very cool. I didn't go to school. Uh, kind of a drop I dropped out after the sixth grade, I guess is the best way to put it. I yeah. made it to third. Yeah. My sister never went. Homeschooled after that. Yeah. Just a bunch of quitters. Mm-hmm. And Takes- I did go back for Ivy Tech and in Indiana Wesleyan, so I got the work out. I didn't do that. Yeah, you just get you skipped it completely. Yeah. yeah. That's what I did, Danny. So uh you were, were right. you were interested in politics. You I, were watching this, you know, watching from afar.
3: I was interested from a young age of politics, yes.
1: Were you, you always grew up a young Republican?
3: Uh I mean, I tend to have a lot more Republican views than any others, but I'm also open-minded. Okay, I think closed minded is really a bad thing.
1: The uh, did you do any like work volunteer campaigns or any of that stuff? I was, I was a that page. Stuff? Yeah, I did that. Did you I paid for a... Tom Saunders. Or... I did. Yeah, I think and, everybody in this yeah, town did. Yeah, we both did. both did that. Yeah, and...
3: I did. Uh, I also enjoyed speech. Okay, um, had some inspirational speech teams. Yeah, Mr. Robbins was a wonderful man.
4: Tony, huh? I did the speech and debate team. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I did the same thing. Yeah, I had a. <laughs> Um, I was there for Mr. and Mrs. Robbins' last year's, okay. and then Mrs. Hitson took over, and I did that as well. So awesome. I had a wonderful – I mean very inspirational teachers in Newcastle. I, I was very blessed. So is
4: know. that – whenever you left for college, what was what was kind of the deciding factor? Why did you decide to, to come back to Newcastle or Henry County? Well,
3: I, I mean I didn't have a mindset that I was going anywhere. Right. Um, you know, I didn't like I didn't want to just move away. You know, some people all live their whole life in high school sitting there going, oh, I hate this town. Yeah. And, you know, it is what you make of it.
4: Yeah, it seems like everybody that I went to high school with is like oh, I hate I hate this town. I'm and, leaving.
3: and and ninety percent of them still stick around here. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. that just shows you the attitude is not necessarily well, they,
4: a lot of times they go somewhere else and then they're like Always this place is a little bit worse. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> I need to go back. But all of us have our part in crafting what the to- you know, hometown is yep. I wanted to come
3: back to do a, uh to do my part. I enjoyed it. I mean, I wanted to get in law enforcement. So, I got hired at IPD in Henry County the same day, and I figured IPD was a little different than what I was used to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not saying I wouldn't go there. Um, all things
1: all things equal though, let's be at home, right?
3: It, it, I didn't have to learn the roads. You know, I did the Albert Einstein approach, pluses and minuses, just wrote it all down, and next thing you know, pluses outweighed the minuses, so I stayed here in Henry County.
1: There you, there you go. go. So, oh, damn it, Dakota. That was so, so I
4: think awkward. that that means you owe me a soda, right? I bought you four beers. They're in your fridge. Okay. That that works. Downstairs. And he a use the
3: term beer lightly. It was
4: a They're like right. 55,
1: yeah. so. That's, a that's one beer.
3: I, 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 don't know, and I don't even know if that's a gesture of friendship, of giving yeah.
1: someone skunky beer. I, I bought them for him at his uh, his bachelor party back in November, mm-hmm. and now I've brought them to his house. I've been storing them for you. That's I'm going to waive the storage fee. Yep. You're welcome.
3: (laughs) I'm sure there's a born-on date on the bottom that should probably be paying attention to. Yeah.
4: I would agree with that. I don't want to end up like your mother and open it up and it be stale and flat and nasty, and then I just get mad because it doesn't taste good anymore.
1: Maybe we'll drink them together this week for content on the show. okay. (laughs) We'll have some six-month-old beer and see what happens. There you go. Anyway, the uh, so the other cool thing you do is you uh, you're you're involunt you volunteer you I assume it's not paid is it paid Mi- minor league baseball oh, coaching it's not no. yeah I was gonna say no, if it, yeah you're making minor money league, off the minor, minor league, league baseball, baseball. is am, that yeah. like
4: is that like uh you know up in Indianapolis you coach the bats in Louisville you know, <laughs> I, I
3: I have a wonderful team uh, coach Kyle and I are the uh, coaches of the minor league team and we're the Cardinals ah. so we have a great group of kids. Uh, very diverse from, like, five to eight. A lot of various skills in there. But we're really coming together as a team. It's nice to see. It's fun. So cool. it's like Little League. Young, it is. Young, not, we, we do the Pitching Machine like, League. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's not like 1A, like... Uh, you know. no,
3: we're not a farm team. Yeah. We don't have a bus. Right. We're working on it.
1: You've got a Honda Odyssey.
3: I have a Honda Odyssey. Yeah. But I can't, take all my, I can't take all my kids in that, you know.
4: Some man. actually have to Uber. Some just strap them to the roof, man. <laughs>
3: there, I mean, various forms of transportation.
1: All that extra cargo space up there. So and then uh, from uh, from Newcastle Chrysler High School, you went to Hanover. I did. Yes, you followed in the footsteps of our governor, our vice president. Now, yes, you several went people there. went there. Yeah. Yes,
0: uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, I he, saw him. He was there. Was he? Yeah, a cool guy. You meet his brother. Uh, no, just no.
1: him. All right. His brother tried to pick up a chick that uh, used to work with me back in the day. Uh, yeah, he was. He
4: literally. Was he story, strong? Like how heavy was her? No, it was. Uh, it was, it it was more, uh,
1: <laughs> more the other way. Uh, He actually tried to call his brother on the phone, get Woody on the phone, and have him do the bidding. Danny's never asked me to do that for him. That's pretty funny. Uh, That's kind of hey, do you want to talk to? Once we get once
4: we get big enough, he'll be like, hey, my brother's Jeremiah of the Ball Song of Liberty podcast.
1: Yeah, you want to talk to? It's just
3: being resourceful. He he just understood that his brother was pretty cool and wanted to use
1: him. Yeah, hey, Mm -hmm. you know, so uh, Hanover. Yep. You uh, you went down there. You got a communications degree. Yep, economics and and, both. Oh, okay, all right. Yep. I was gonna say oh,
3: I misread yeah, that. Yeah, you got yeah, each. Yeah.
1: Show so one of each. Yep. So uh, microeconomics, macroeconomics. Are you? Uh, do you stimulate the economy by breaking a window? What's 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 economy? The uh, economic worldview for you. Breaking a window uh,
3: in a capitalistic society, you have to spend money.
1: Right. Yeah. You, you encourage. Had, you don't encourage saving. Saving smartly. Yeah. All right.
3: Saving smartly to spend.
1: You're not Robert Reich over here. No, First, you're twice his height.
3: Uh, I mean, yeah.
1: Is he really? He's, yeah. not very, he's not very tall. Reich could fit in your pocket. I didn't you
4: know that. You didn't know that? No. no. I just <laughs> see all of his dumb videos all over Facebook. Yeah.
3: <laughs> a lot of times if you'll see the people you can't judge your height seems to have videos that have nothing of reference
2: yeah. in them, uh, so you don't know. That's it, yeah. Like I Andre the Giant I with the beer the other day. I Jim. think yeah. Yeah.
1: Vern Troyer and uh, Robert Reich could have looked each other eye to eye. man. <laughs> what? Man.
3: God rest his soul.
1: Yes. It's the late Vern Troyer. Yeah. I still it was a like rough he. week for Newcastle. First Freebird, Eric died, and then Vern Troyer and What's Barbara five? Bush, man. And it, well and it comes then, of in course, groups of the three, first they yeah. say, yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, that's true from the law enforcement days. Three, seven, and forty, man, it's true. Mm. If you got past three, you didn't want to make it to seven. Bad things happen in those pairs.
4: Three, seven, and forty? Yeah. You like, jump all the way to forty? Yeah, it
3: just doesn't stop. Oh my just, gosh. No, I mean just what I was saying, I think those
1: are the roads he had to patrol. <laughs> three, <laughs> highway three, three yeah, i seventy and US forty. And US 40. And US 40. Ah, yeah. yeah. You stay out of Dunreath, it's dangerous.
4: Oh, had, I, they I did have
3: a train wreck. Yeah, yeah the, that time was bad. Ago, that was bad. The
1: Shady yeah, Stevens song,
3: Jerry.
4: man. Yeah, yeah. the, the Dunreath County accident, the Dunreath yeah. Railroad accident. Yeah. Okay, we're done. That was good.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my singing abilities aren't any there.
4: Dakota thinks he's good. I think I am. And after a few beers, and I will get up and I will sing some cake songs. Uh, I'll probably be doing that in Nashville here in a few weeks, perhaps, depending on where Danny takes us. Yeah, we're working at Top Golf, maybe. You never know. I've got a bachelor party coming up. Do they have carry- I'm getting married? Do they have Geelong.
2: karaoke at talks? They go? should. I'll bring my yeah. own little box. Yeah, karaoke box. They can't say no. Yeah, we pay. Yeah, yeah. we're customers. It's a
4: capitalist society. You have to spend yeah. the money. Right there, we go full circle. Here just we are, back at it. Stimulate the national economy. <laughs> and there's a good chance if I'm golfing, I'm going to break something.
2: Yeah, that's just don't fall
4: off. He's not good. So you went after you left Hanover. You went to the Indiana Law Enforcement Academy. I did. Yes. So that was. Whenever you decided to go to the law enforcement academy was mm-hmm. that kind of like you wanted you decided to pursue that career at Hanover or how did
1: that well, process I, work
3: Um I don't I worked at the jail you know uh,
4: okay.
1: part
3: time and then that led to getting on full time at the sheriff's department
1: Was it a nice jail back then
3: uh, it, uh yeah like I mean I have a unique perspective we'll get to that later but I have a unique perspective on the jail cuz I think I'm the only one that actually worked there out of any of this Man. Uh, that like I mean the sheriff obviously knows Right but yeah I
1: worked there yeah, you get firsthand knowledge.
3: I do, yes. Firsthand <laughs> stories. But uh, yeah, and, and so. Those, you know, all of the hallways. I do. And all the, the, the blocks. All yeah. the blocks, yes. Trusty by all those. But uh, I decided and was sponsored when you got hired. Within your first year, you were required to go to the Indiana Law Enforcement Academy, and I did that, and I was class of 01 149. Yep, 01. So it's a like, like year. All right. and then the class is 149, so it was the 149th class. All right, so you go. graduated
1: the law enforcement academy. The I did. That's a lot of classes. It is. So they
3: started in the 70s. Uh, I'm not sure, early 70s. Uh, there's a couple of guys that used to uh, Danny Gregory. A couple of those guys were one of the like, like 7404. You know, some oh, really yeah. low yeah. numbers. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, so yeah. Yeah.
1: who was sheriff when you came on? Was it Kim? Kim was the sheriff. Yes. Yeah.
3: I came in right under Harold. Yeah, right under. Uh, right during Harold the transition Griffin. time of Harold and Kim.
1: Yes. Okay. All right.
3: There's a group of us hired.
1: Gotcha. Awesome. And what was the process like? You, I guess you get you you graduate the Law Enforcement Academy, apply to be a Merit Deputy, and then well, you go before the board. You, they pick people, or how's that?
3: It's a little different order. You um, apply, and then you um, become a Merit Deputy Sheriff, and then during your first year of um, employment, you then get sponsored to go to the Indiana Law Enforcement Academy.
1: Gotcha. Okay. So the county basically sends you down there.
3: They do, yes, As a, and then you become a certified police officer.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that's really neat.
3: It was pretty cool. Like, what can
1: you do before then, like while you're waiting? You, uh, you, can still a,
3: you can still be a police officer. Yeah, uh, there's a, like a pre-basic course and you know certain trainings that you get, and then you're kind of turned on your loose, uh, turned loose. I had a field training officer.
1: Do they buy you a car before you graduate? Or do you have to? I, I did
3: have a car before <laughs> I graduated.
1: Yes. Ooh. Yeah,
3: I was lucky. Yeah. I graduated right around my birthday, so it was kind of cool.
4: Ah, that is neat.
3: But yeah, I, uh, I, I had some good times there. I enjoyed
4: it. You left the Indiana Law Enforcement Academy, and then you also told us that you went to this Hoosier Boys State. Yes. And I'm like. Cool. What in the world is that whenever you Uh, told us? Yeah,
3: who's your boy state if you did a little research? It was – I did that in high school. You're nominated by some some teachers, and it's where a lot of your junior boys get together. Uh, I went to Indiana State. That's where it was housed. It it, moves around, um, and it's cool. It gets a lot of people interested in politics and stuff like that together, and you have some classes and seminars, and it's it's a fun time.
4: That's awesome. Yeah, I I looked into it whenever you said that, and it, it seemed like it was an awesome program.
3: It, it was, I was honored to be uh, selected to go. Yeah. And I went and had a good time and met some friends and
4: it was a fun time. So that goes back to the what you were saying earlier about always being interested in uh, local politics and things. I have, yeah. I'm sure that that really just fueled the fire for you. I did. I went to. And you were like, man, I can't wait till Richard just yeah. retires now.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I did like the mayor for the day type thing in school. Always took advantage of those things. I mean, I always spoke to people. Yeah. Um, I don't know. When I grew up, Bob Pageant, who used to be the sheriff a long time ago, was my neighbor, and I used to go hang out at his house. Okay. But yeah, I just talked to him. He was a good guy. That
1: Westwood Power Center of government over there, huh? Yeah, there was. Yeah. yeah. Everybody. The mayor lives over there, and then you've got. Well, you I know.
3: don't know if the mayor lives there, too. Uh, I think he has a vacation residence uh, I guess, on 125 yeah. West. I'm not Residency sure if he's Residency a state actually, of mind. Right. Yeah. I don't know if he actually lives there or not. I've I think been he lives checking. on. I think he, I think he lives on the 11th Street address, but technically uh, he does. I see, I see him in, in the neighborhood.
1: Yes, checks on in on weekends. A, it's fine.
3: Only on the weekends. I think it is the summer <laughs> vacation home.
1: Yes, yes. it's like uh, it's like the the Florida White House. Uh, it is. Yeah. It's very I mean, similar. Uh, yeah. 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 The Florida Comfort. White House. Yes. Yeah. If I'm not careful, they're going to annex my neighborhood in, and I don't want three times the property taxes. <laughs> they're already going to raise my sewer bill by thirty bucks a month just for the privilege of flushing. So I don't need any more. Trouble. Well,
3: flushing without. Putting your stuff somewhere
4: else.
1: So you I have say to,
4: white privileges, right. white, white estates. Exactly. Branch. I uh, I actually thought about this, and I think that we have the perfect solution for the white estates people. Um, I got a letter in the mail. They've they've obviously solved the problem without me. I well, I'm going to start. Um, I'm going to start selling composting toilets.
1: Oh, there For you go. whoever yeah.
4: doesn't want their water bill to go up, you can just uh, use the restroom on some wood chips. We're gonna opt opt out. <laughs> Yeah,
2: <laughs> so Dakota's able to sell stuff, but I can't on the podcast.
1: Apparently, <laughs> yeah. that's how. Wo- yeah, that's how it works. Well, he's an original. He's an OG co-host. Yeah.
4: This is episode my, uh, fifty-four. My for Dakota. pictures on the cover art now, Danny.
2: Well, it's because you designed it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Shit. to the victor goes the spoils. <laughs> yep. So enough about composting toilets. Let's talk to our guest <laughs> who's trying to get elected. Oh no, it's. Uh, so you did uh, ten years with the sheriff's. Department. I did. Yes. And then uh, you, had a, you, you had a medical you, – your service time ended because something happened and you had, to, you had to change careers.
3: I did. I actually pulled over a car that had a mobile meth lab in it.
1: And Aren't I, you I, lucky?
3: I, I, unfortunately, I was not. Yeah. And um, it blew up. Oh, my god! And uh, almost killed me. Um, Sergeant Gary Wilson saved my life. I always indebted to him. Yep. I, I still talk to him. Thank him every day. Um, and it, uh, I inhaled the anhy- anhydrous ammonia in my lungs. And, um, so my lungs don't expand very well. And then, uh, so I recovered from that.
1: Another reason why you don't do the mini marathon. Uh,
3: another reason. Yeah. Uh, that's why I run, that's why I drive the marathons.
1: Yes. Yeah. Ah.
3: Yes. It makes me feel better. I participate in marathons by driving. <laughs>
1: yeah. And,
3: um, then I came back to work and, uh, gotten a little scuffle with a guy and, uh, dislocated and pretty much shattered my whole shoulder and, uh, had several, several operations and, uh, decided that, uh. I think the insurance company decided for me that uh, I was no longer going to be a police officer.
2: Ah. well, so, thank you for your service. Oh, thanks. Yeah. It was
3: good. I enjoyed it. But it a- I, uh, it was right in front of Westwood School. Okay, and uh, it's a
2: rough crowd over there.
3: I know. Yeah, I. Um, so I passed out because I couldn't breathe. And uh, that's
2: where the meth bus was.
3: It was. Yeah, they just. Ha- I actually stopped them over by three and 38, A, but they decided to go for a long time and then stop right there. Some people asked me why I stopped them there. I was like, I tried not to.
2: Yeah, um, I didn't try to do it in the school parking lot, I promise. I didn't
3: right before school started, but, um, <laughs> yeah, so when I stopped them, they had a mobile meth lab in the back, and it it, it messed me up pretty good. And, did you
2: uh, notice what was going on? I
3: did not. It was just, there was a <clears> – <throat>
1: So it was, like a two-liter bottle or something. No, like, or it was, it was, that's
3: the one-pack method. Yeah. Com, this was the real method. This is the house burner method. This the, was
1: uh, this was Breaking Bad. This in, is yeah in, in a fusion or a, a, a tempo or something.
3: It is. Uh, it was in the back of like a S10 and had a hard cover on the back. Gotcha. So when it exploded, I I didn't know, and wow. uh, I was just lucky that Gary was there saved me. But uh, my last parting thought was, I was like, well, maybe they'll name the school after me, <laughs> you know, because I like I went there and I was like, I was I was at peace. I lived a good life. Wow! I was thankful, and uh, so that's and then I woke up in the hospital.
4: Wow! That's and, nuts. That's what your that's what your mind thought of. Yeah. Wow!
3: I told everybody I loved him, and I was at peace. Huh. I mean, I didn't see a white light. I guess maybe I'm not living right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't speak to the nature of a white light, but I didn't see that. But I had I was at peace.
1: So mm-hmm. you, where what hospital did you end up in? Uh, Henry County. Okay.
3: Yeah, had some wonderful EMTs and paramedics that saved my life as well, and. Did my thing. And how Good long
1: day. ago was this? April
3: 16th of 2002. Okay. A long time ago. Well,
1: a few years ago. A few years. ago. 2012. Yep. 2002.
3: 2002. Right after I hired on. Why are you on. questioning? Oh, Jared. okay. I I thought, was I thought it was, was 10 there. years. Yeah. I missed that part. No, I got my timeline off. I had been the, I, had, I, was, I, I did.
1: My years of service was 10. It was a long time ago. Oh, okay. So this happened early and then the shoulder thing. It was, thing. yeah. The shoulder oh, thing, yeah. Right. Then I retired. Yeah, I've been now retired. I've I'm, now I'm now almost stayed. been
3: retired 10 years.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So that happened early, and then early you, in my then age you and yeah, gotcha.
3: So they uh, they took care of me, and Workman's comp did well. I don't have no complaints.
1: Good deal. So then you pivoted from that into uh, into the uh, the automotive world. I did, yeah. Working on putting out little uh, the seats down at the big uh, the big uh, Japanese factory in the South Side of town.
3: Yeah, TS Tech. Yeah, I've been there uh, seven years. Enjoy every. I mean, it's challenging. Uh, we are a just in time facility, so we make the seats for the Honda Civic and CRV. But also, um, we make component parts uh, for all the Accords, all the Odyssey, all the Civic, all the CRV. So, like eighty-five percent of Honda is made. Like component parts are made in that building out there.
2: Oh, kind of awesome. little. It's kind of it's kind of cool. It's neat to see full circle things like that. I yeah. go in and out of factories on a daily basis in machine shops, and I always appreciate seeing different procedures yeah. and how just things are made.
3: Right. It. it I, I mean. We all enjoy the how it's made. You know, that is kind of fun to watch. You're yeah. Like, oh, that is uh, how yeah. it's made. You're like, oh, okay. and uh, But it's it's neat. Mm-hmm. It's challenging work. I mean, we still have a lot of hands-on work yeah. that is thankless. And I try to thank our associates every day for their hard work.
2: And automotive is tough anyway. There's so, so much pressure.
3: Yeah. I mean, we don't have an inventory. I mean, the same day we make the seat, the same day it's in the car.
1: Mm-hmm. That's, that's why awesome. you guys have to be uh, close to, close to you know, within an hour or two yeah, of the assembly lot. I mean,
3: I mean uh, Honda required you to be within 45 miles, and they put a ring on there, and TS Tech decided in Newcastle. So we,
4: we've been talking a lot about, like, land use and stuff with mm-hmm. candidates and things. Do you think that uh, Henry County could really use another manufacturing facility like TS Tech? Is that something well, that's I, important? I, I
3: I have two approaches. I vote yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, self-serving. Salesman Danny. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I look at it as...
1: How dare you want jobs in this community, Daniel Paul?
3: If every employer in Henry County added one job, just one job, that could be very impactful as well. But also, if one factory comes in, you know, Boar's Head, we've been blessed with some of these wonderful investments. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you always want more. But also, I mean, look at our unemployment rate. Henry County is, what, 3.6%?
1: Yeah, we're, we're well, there's five. The, the whole state is low.
3: Yeah, there's five percent of the people don't want to work anyway.
1: Five, yeah. per, five percent <laughs> is uh, is considered full employment. And, you know, right. that's that's kind of frictional unemployment. Right, so you or, have uh, or is it frictional? I, you know, it's people that are changing jobs you, and, and people that don't want to be in the workforce.
3: It's yes, all you have is job seekers because they're right. always looking to go somewhere else. You don't have like a stable employment environment with that, and it leads to wage growth, um, which sometimes is unsustaining because the value of the product hasn't changed. So. Your expenses keep going up and up and up, so then you come to the business of just trading dollars. And
1: right. at some point, you get to uh, you, you get to the point where the community is going to start growing. You, you know, you, it, oh, that's the we, goal. We are, yes. We I think I really do think Henry County is about one major project away from from having home construction. It has to, be. and that's going to be to me that is like the indicator that we're back like post chrysler that henry county and newcastle is back is when we see another you know another development like a white estates or landmark where you have homes homes being built
2: and if you go down to shelbyville or greenfield the manufacturing they have in those areas is far more than we have um yeah it's 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 actually really surprising how it's it's obviously improved a lot with crown we um, oh, have yes. places like Hyflex, who's, they've got a second location now in Knightstown, uh, Drapers on expansions, Boar's Head's new. I mean, T.S. Tech's, at, what, 12 years old?
3: Oh, 10 years, yeah. 10 years yeah. this year, yes.
2: So it, it's definitely a huge improvement.
3: I mean, we could hire 40 people tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, that's our With need. jobs you have open. Open jobs. Mm-hmm. That's not expansion. That's just, yeah. that's just requirement. Mm-hmm. What's
1: um, what's your barrier to entry? What is it? Uh, qualified people p- being able to pass a drug test? Is it people that are interested? What's I mean, the? There's,
3: there's not one indicator. Yeah. It's all of the indicators. I mean, you have. Five... It's because
1: we have three percent employment.
3: Right. I mean, you have five percent of the people that don't want to do this, and yet yeah, you know, it's an it's definitely the employee market right now. As far as if you want to go somewhere, you can go right. somewhere. Oh yeah. If you have a you know particular subset of skills, I mean, recruiters will knock down your door every day. Yep. Y- you know, if you provide something that someone's looking for, then it's you. And that leads to wage growth. I mean, it's always good, but uh, sometimes you have to have sustainable. It leads to
4: leads to wage growth. It leads to an increase in uh, the housing market. It leads to an increase in just you know uh, property values, things like that. It, it, your local economy stimulates so much, and so right. much of that, the base of it is the jobs that are there.
3: I agree, and you know, if if you look at the growth of like let's say Indianapolis. You know, Indianapolis, you know, the downtown used to be this, you know, there used to be some businesses downtown and now it's become more your entertainment district with the ring around it of your townhouses and things like mm-hmm. that. And then Greenfield has really expanded with the,
4: um,
3: with yeah. your, you know,
4: Greenfield, both, Noblesville. Right. You your know.
3: rings are growing. And we were just at that next ring away. Right. Um, we just have to have the mindset of that we can do this. Yep. Um, I, I think we need to be doers. I think sometimes the impression out there that we are. Um, content with how we are. Um, I think if we stay content with how we are, the ring will pass us. Yeah. I mean, we are perfectly grow I mean, we have Fort Wayne, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Dayton. Dayton. Yep. You put an X between them. That is where people want to be because when suppliers come in like Greenfield, mm-hmm. you'll be in your business. Their, their suppliers are tier ones and tier twos have to be a certain amount away because they want them close so, for every job growth you get around you, can be job growth you have inside as well. For well and,
1: and every time you have a you know a boars head locate here, you have the trickle down where realtors do, realtors do better, your grocery stores do better, your yeah. you know, uh, you know the, the barber shops, yeah, you know, well, exactly.
2: And look at like uh, when Metal Dine and Chrysler were here, there were a handful of machine shops. Now mm-hmm. the only real machine shop that's around is uh, Magna Machine over on Messick Road, right, right. and it's a great shop, but the. It's the only one that's around in the area, correct? Yeah. And it seems like it had taken, I mean, ten, twelve years just to get away from the UAW mindset that the t- the town and you know the the old, I, don't know, I wouldn't
3: old school, school of thought. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: And, and, it's, and, and now it's we're still
4: very much here. I,
3: I, I but we're getting a new workforce,
2: a which is helping a lot of the manufacturing now right. too. And, yeah.
3: and it's right, wrong, or indifferent because mm-hmm. that was a lot of the way they were grazed, you yeah. know, and uh, indoctrinated and. You know that's the way they were taught. Yeah, um, and it's right, wrong, or indifferent. That's well. We that's grew their... up in
1: a UAW family, you know, and
3: right. it's... I mean, it happens.
1: Yeah, it's great. And but, Mike and, Broyles, the uh, retired owner of Magna's, and here uh, letting us know it is the best shop, not the only shop, but <laughs> the best shop. Today. <laughs> I talked to Stu today. <laughs> so. Tell my, yeah, I
3: was going to say we, we do business with Magna as well. Hi, Mike. But um, you know the the real inspiration for the community should be one at a time. Um, because if, you know, sometimes if you chase the big dreams, and I call the big dreams of, you know, your five hundred to a thousand um, like employers, you know, like Borsett's wonderful,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
3: TS Tech's wonderful. We have all this stable workforce. But if you go out and you just um, establish yourself for all those, I think it leaves in the, not necessarily dust, but in a afterthought of all the people, just like you say, all the suppliers yeah all the employers of Henry County shouldn't be left alone, you know, and I'm a big fan of one at a time, right you know if every employer in Henry County added one job, that is impactful for every one of those jobs that they added.
4: yeah, yeah, so, but the question that goes along with that is is how how can you oh get them to to add one job
3: right I, I think that it's a mindset that all of us have to change. We have to inspire people to stay here. We have to you know the negative Nelly aspect of oh, I just got to get out of here to get a good job mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there are opportunities outside of Henry County, I mean we cannot deny that, but there's opportunities inside Henry County that we don't need to deny as well, yeah. absolutely. I mean now, is there a particular set of sub skills that is offered in other places? Yes, like if you have a specific skill let's say robotics okay that's that 's my background, yeah. so um very few opportunities in Henry County for robots. Right. TS Tech has 77.
2: Yeah, there's phonic machines all over this place. Right.
3: You understand? I mean, they, they just do their thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, when you go to Greenfield, there's probably 10 or 15. Yeah. You go to Indianapolis, there's 35. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there is a limited amount of people that mess with the phonic robots at our facility. There's eight. Yep. So, there's eight people. Okay. But you go to, you know, each one of those is growth. But. I am
2: but if you're in Newcastle and you have those skills mm-hmm. as an employer, you don't want them to leave because no. you don't know that you can replace them you, you, so it, you'll it, take care of them
3: and, and they're actually it's a development skill yeah. it's like a machine like you know we talked about magnet like machinist trade mm-hmm. I mean that's a developed skill that doesn't just come out it's an art. tomorrow yeah I mean you, it takes time so you invest in these employees mm-hmm. um, and I'm like you know you brought up a good point of we're just about there for growth um you know look at like a lot of these additions. They all spurred at the same
1: time. Yep, in the late 60s, <clears throat> Yep, and we're, and, 50s and 60s.
3: I mean, we're talking 50 years ago. So why can't we just do that now? I think sometimes it's that leap of faith. And there are some people in this community that have taken leap of faith, on projects that have taken a lot of uh, what I consider hits to the chin, sometimes both personally and anti-project. Yeah. You know, like the skate park's a wonderful example. Yeah. I mean, you could complain. A lot of people complained about that. Now go by there at night. Oh, it, yes. is the there at night. Place. it is the busiest
4: place. I busy. see it all,
1: all the time. I mean, I pass there every day right. for work. And that and is, you know, got all packed. my water balloons ready. <laughs> got all your water balloons ready, yeah. Danny, <laughs> Danny's egging those or water balloon and those kids got him into a skate park. But he that, got them off the streets and into yeah. a park where they belong. But, I mean, good job, Danny.
3: You know yeah. that was that that was ta- you know some they people that did that project took it on the chin and people were very negative to
4: them oh, but yeah. on a
3: personal level. Yeah, and look at the benefit that that did.
4: Yeah, we talked about that last week about how. You know, you may have differences with people, right. but there's no reason that you should negatively uh, attack a person's character because of a difference Correct. of opinion.
3: And I, I, I think it's we need to challenge all of us to stand up and not necessarily support. You don't have to support every project. Right. I mean, we're not all the same. We have differences. But well, just support something. Just, just do something.
1: Yeah, do something to be positive, right? It, it does. Whether it, it's coaching Little League Baseball or being a 4-H leader or, or attending meetings. Just or, do something. Do something to contribute to your because community. Because
3: I, I, like, I have a lot of issues sometimes with people being the negative side of it without offering any or counter idea. Um, you know, like, oh, I just don't like it. And there's never a counter object. You know, now they're like, hey, what's another opportunity? Let's Let's do this instead. It's always just no. And it always stops there.
2: Well, you spoke of open-mindedness earlier, mm-hmm. and I think it's very good to be very open and, or open-minded. And I don't really care what someone believes as long as they have a thought process that can support their belief. Exactly. And that's what makes America great is, is the difference again. in opinion. Again. So again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as long as you can have just a thought process and you think through your f- ideals. Justify. And, and justify it, then that's great. And, you know, like, re-
3: like the revitalized Downtown. I mean, look at those people. They've done like taking on the chin as well. You know, some of these yeah. people are like, "Oh no, don't do this." And then I'm ready like,
1: for some barbecue.
3: I, I, am oh, saying too. that I've. I'm uh, ready.
1: I'm ready for Dakota and I to uh, to reopen 14th Street in the middle of the night one day. I oh, think yeah. it would take about 90 seconds. We'll be the there, heroes of New like Newcastle. There's like three barriers, and you'll be the heroes of the community <laughs> yeah. if somebody does it. And then once traffic's on it, who's going to stop you, yeah. right? shine right. like yeah. a turkey on the wall of the building, <laughs> oh, too, yeah. like a go. bad signal. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Shine it for the world. I'm just see. saying if somebody wants to be the hero, it could happen. Yep. Yeah,
3: I mean, but you know, those people, have, you know, those are individual projects, but they're yeah. impactful for them and others. Um, sometimes I might not agree with them personally. Like you say, I'm kind of waiting for the barbecue place mm-hmm. as well. I um My mouth has been watering for quite some time. Right. I even went
1: to Greenfield to try it out.
3: Yeah. Richmond as well. I mean,
1: I'm ready. <laughs> city Councilman Jerry Walden uh, says he wants to go through first. I think Jerry Walden and, and Aaron Dickin should quietly go out there one night after dark and just move the barriers as city employees. Yep. Take care of it. And then when they need to put a dumpster back in the way or they have real so construction they're going to do, then put it back in there. But until then? Move the things.
3: Yeah, I mean. Let's have
1: some freedom in this town. Let's have some, like, progress. Anarchy. (laughs) I want some anarchist city councilmen. That's what I want.
3: I would say controlled anarchy.
1: Well, I mean, let's start with real anarchy, and then we'll, 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 if if (laughs) they don't earn it, we'll take it back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
3: you're going to go, like, all the way up here and then throttle it back? Yeah.
1: (laughs) They still have the stoplights in place.
3: That's just a teaser. yeah, Yeah. Oh, then you're like. That makes you be rebellious and be like, I'm just so, gonna go straight here because it Jerry says I Walden can.
1: Jerry Walden says, "Don't double dog dare me. I will triple dog dare you right now." As long as I we want, are the I media to, that gets I to cover it, I want to know it. that it's done, and we will let everybody know yeah. by the end of the show, Jerry, that 14th Street's been reopened. I yeah. want to, I want to. Thousands of people but, will be in the streets, but, but, just celebrating. Couches will burn like the like the, <laughs> but, like the Hoosiers won the national championship and Steve offered him. You want you yeah. to know how to?
4: You want to know how to solve the large trash problem?
1: Well, that's how, Jerry. <laughs> Yeah, reopen right. 14th Street. Well, but, you, you reopen 14th Street, the couches will burn, and there will be nothing left on the streets. Uh,
3: you can have a couch burning party on 14th Street.
1: Bring yeah. them bring them to the studio somewhere north of Q Avenue, and we'll burn couches oh, out, on, <laughs> out <laughs> of <laughs> here. I don't think Zach would appreciate but, that.
3: But I think we all yearn for decision.
1: Does that make
3: yeah. sense? Yeah. I mean, yeah. indecision sometimes is a spur of, like, no development. Let's yeah. just go. Let's just do something. I mean, 14th Street's not going to change. Like we know that there's going to
1: be a little curve in it.
3: Yeah. Well, but let's do something because I think that the stagnation, which, I mean, this is, I don't live in the city, you know, I travel through there all the time, but the stagnation leads to what I consider when you walk, like you just see, like, it's always constantly looking like it's construction. So you get to that. At what point is it finished? And what is the plan? And that's, I am a, I, I'm a firm believer in multi-year plans. I don't know. We seem to be such uh, we don't have like a lot of long term goals, you know, like where in this year we're doing this and then phase two and then phase three. It's always we might do something.
2: It's kind so, of purpose, purpose, purpose process, payoff. Exactly. Know? And if you look at that at a, a
1: county or a government level, that's really the way everything should be looked
2: at. It should be. So Completely. are you?
1: do you support the comprehensive plan that the county invested in and, and has been working through the, It's on the commissioner's desk now.
3: Right. Um. There are aspects of every plan that are both good and bad. Sure. Um, I think there needs to be a little more tailoring to a very specific Henry County. Um, Sometimes uh, we've all dealt with consultants. Uh, Sometimes consultants will either write the program that you want or copy-paste the program that someone else used. So usually, in my opinion, uh, consultants give you guidelines but I want to I want people to take the forefront and say, this is what we're doing in this and put my name on it or our name as meaning my name, Henry County, then taking a consultant's word and then saying, well, this is what the consultant got us. We agree. Yeah, I, I uh, that that's that's a that's a way to do things. But I'm not I,
2: taking any ownership. You
3: take no ownership. And I'm for Henry. I mean, I'm for Henry County. I we should take ownership. The first level of pride is owning something.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, right, wrong, or indifferent, let's own this. This is our community. I mean, I have four kids. I don't want all four of them to leave. You know, I built it forever.
1: I one know. of them you kind of like. You only want three well, of them to leave. Yeah, yeah, it just <laughs> depends.
3: Yeah. It depends on the day which one I'll select to pick. No. Um, but, I mean, I want them to stay here and because that's growth. And we need to own this. This is our place. I mean, we're a diff- We're kind of all in the same generation. Of we need this is the the torch is being passed. I mean, you
1: and know, you're stealing it away from the baby boomers.
3: Well, but they their guidance has got us this far.
1: Look what they did: twenty trillion dollars in debt. <laughs> I'm not saying that everyone made the best decisions on
3: earth. We've all and made a, mistakes. And a
1: doughboy that's being moved. Oh, God,
3: I. I
4: Oh, that's... We'll get to okay? that We'll get, we'll to get that
3: through later. it together. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but that just... That,
4: that's, we have 36 minutes and half a page to cover, but we'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> Talk fast, right?
3: But the, <laughs> that is something that is important to all of us, is that we just need to do something. Because yeah. this is ours. I mean, just like you guys. You guys are doing something, right?
4: No we one, try, at least. But no, no,
3: <laughs> right. But you're doing
4: something, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, this I, is something.
4: I would, I would consider it. That's what's... That's what Running but that's for what office.
1: It, Creating yeah. a media empire. Yeah, that's right. Providing the voice of a turkey on the internet. We do a lot of things.
3: <laughs> what, but it all started somewhere.
1: Yes. All good
3: things started somewhere. And Jeremiah's I dining room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, but look at, you know, like, I always joke because I'm a big Disney movie fan. Pixar fan.
4: Oh,
1: Pixar. Yeah. Uh, Disney? Okay. Oh, man. Well, I mean,
3: just because they bought I Pixar. I'm yeah. like, ah, I mean, they're all good. Yeah, but they're, um,
1: they're very different. This is we're going to have a real disagreement here. They're you don't different.
2: like Monsters Inc?
1: Nope. that's that's well, Pixar though. I, I like the Pixar no, like, stuff is
3: great. The Disney is like You don't like never the Titans? He's he's actually right. The Disney Studios usually kind of like He's never right. Uh, <laughs> then as the brother, you can say that. <laughs> and this limited argument we're going to have here, Disney movies are the in-betweens to the blockbusters of Pixar. Yeah. Because but if you learn how Pixar okay. started, one meal, they all sit down there and they all start writing these ideas, and the whole world was born.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Monsters, Inc. and Toy yeah. Story and those, those are, yeah. you know, the new school animation versus the hand-drawn, you know. Right. Whatever. I'm glad we're covering this. Yeah. These are the issues that this voters is, this care This is what's about. important. Yeah, hey. Enough of the damn wind turbines.
3: Just to <laughs> let you know, a lot of the parents out there that are listening will completely understand that these Disney movies are pretty good sometimes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, a few of the major topics we've asked everybody yep. about. Uh, transparency. Everybody talks about transparency. This county's got to do a better job of having transparency. And this can be a little bit of my final thoughts. And Dakota had a field trip. I don't know if we'll cover it today or tomorrow with Peg or when how much field. of this we're going to get into. But he had the a field uh, trip and posted it. But uh, yeah, yeah, he uh, yeah. he poor Dakota. He he journeyed wow. yeah. down.
3: True story. I got my information. I was curious. Of course, as everyone was, I got my information from you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What that are you gonna do with is, that extra dollar you got in your account, man?
3: I tell you what, it's gonna take a lot of time and effort to figure it out. <laughs>
1: you mail one thank you note, <laughs> but if you
3: know, I'm a self funded campaign because I, be- yep. I'm, I'm, ai am a believer in that if someone gives you a campaign donation, they expect something in return, whether it be influence, whether it be a seat at the table. You know, they'll always have that in their back pocket. Now, aside from parents, you know, you understand, you know. Yeah.
1: They're always supportive yeah, of that, every endeavor yeah. you do. Like, hey, jump I, off
3: that building! Uh, I don't know if it's a good idea, but if you want to, I'll take you to the hospital.
1: Um, <laughs> Congressman Ron Paul said, uh, "Your money is better in my pocket than uh, than the donor." So if you, even if there's a questionable donor, it's like, I'm not returning that. I'm going to spend it on my campaign, man. Right? I, I, I'm better. It's better with me than we're going just, back to those people anyway.
3: It's funny when we talk about these campaigns, and then you're talking about all these congressional and everything else. They're so talking about these billion-dollar campaigns. Yeah, billion dollar campaigns. So you you raised,
1: just, uh, you've, you've raised me almost four to one. You You've raised seven hundred and fifty dollars out of your pocket. I did. My my report says I raised two hundred bucks.
3: Yep. I didn't. Well, I didn't uh, raise it. My 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 yeah. wife got mad at me for spending it. <laughs> uh, but uh, yes, well, I did she make should a purchase. have thought of that before you filed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: She didn't have time. He was the first one to go.
3: I I didn't file like right away. I waited a couple of days, but yes, my intentions were well known right in the beginning. I last minute candidates sometimes show that they were just a last minute candidate. I was in it from the beginning.
1: So you, uh, what what would you do? What what's your platform for transparency in the county? What kind of things? What steps do you think need to be taken?
3: Uh, first of all, we need to get into this uh, day and age of multimedia. Uh,
1: so we should get a, we should definitely hire a courtroom stenographer and somebody to draw pictures of what Kim Cronk looks like.
3: <laughs> you can do whatever you want to his page his pictures everywhere i'm pretty sure if you don't know what yeah. he looks like uh you're on your own there.
1: i know but you never know what he's wearing i'm not and a, you don't know what ed's looking like i don't know ed's his, his facebook pictures is a his facebook picture is a little bit dated I, mm. I I'm plus not, you know like tom saunders back in the day he wore he used the same picture for like 20 years tom's finally got a I new picture now one. yeah yeah
3: i mean when you pay for that like headshot there you try yeah. to use it and use it it's responsible
1: yeah, I, get, yeah. I, I need to get a new headshot. Mine's fat, Jared. I'm I've slimmed down a little bit. I'm oh, like, a little smaller than I was. Do you, do
3: you want to hold your head differently so yeah. that your chin doesn't come? Like, I'm down yeah. like
1: fifty pounds since I had my picture taken. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, I need to Is it anyway.
3: Like your driver's license photo. Everybody wants. Oh like no, five I got a new seven.
1: driver's license photo. Yeah, yeah that one looks yeah. good. That's but, sexy me. Yeah, I I
3: mean <laughs> I, I, we need to get into this generation as far as with multimedia and definitely social media, um, because a lot of people find out the news what I consider delayed news.
1: You know your. You want to wait on the newspaper three – Dakota was in a race. He literally yep. was in a race. I said, Dakota, this is going to be front page. This is going to be a big story. You need to go down there Monday yep. and get the, get it so that you can have it out Monday night because well, it was going to be in the paper
3: Tuesday Yeah, line. but my thing is if you singularly source your information, um, that's that's where you lack transparency. Um, case in point, like you went there, other people – there are many – people don't get their news from singular sources anymore. They seem to be able to go all the way out and get whatever they want to, Twitter, Facebook, Word of mouth. You know, then there's traditional newspapers. I mean, there's not a TV market. But I don't understand what today's.
1: We are the TV market. But,
3: but I, I don't know.
1: You're watching Ball Soccer Liberty on the Weird Libertarians Network with <laughs> Jeremiah Morrill, Dakota no. Davis, Adam Bowman, and Danny Morrill. But you,
3: this setup that you have here. Yes, sir. Could be duplicated very easily.
1: Very easily. You could put this in the county courthouse.
3: And everyone could see it.
1: Everybody watches this I think, now.
3: I think what happens is without involvement, you lose the... Uh, Isolate, you get isolated where you have your traditional people that are there and learn. And but then the people who have jobs, not saying that people don't go to jobs, that's all I'm saying, but you know, people have previous commitments, kids, things like that, still want to be involved, but have a real information gap. And that's the, the first thing you do is that. I mean, as a county council, I don't understand. I'm a firm believer in the office holders are elected for their office, they present a budget. We go through it line item by line item publicly. I don't care. And just, they need to justify whatever, what is the return on investment of Henry County taxpayers for this budget? I'm all about what are you getting for this? That's justified services or you know, there's operations you're, you're going to operate. We know that, but what is your return on investment for your taxpayer dollars? Right. And that's what I'm about. i Am it's, I getting
1: am I getting roads? Am I getting services that matter? Am I getting access to a courthouse? Am I getting it can actually see what's happening with government? Right. And, am I getting am I getting adequate police protection or fire protection? Those those are the things that we need to because, that matter. Uh,
3: but a lot of those things you don't even think about until you need them. I mean when you need a police officer, you want them there. When you need the right. ambulance service, you want them there. When you want the fire department, you want
1: them there. When you need a road culvert
3: when you well you,
1: you need to be able to cross that stream. Right,
3: but when you want a pothole fixed, you want a pothole fixed.
1: Yeah. But you don't think about it unless you hit a hole.
3: These things that – but I want everyone to be involved in this. I've not – I want to – I've never understood why we don't have – I mean when we pave a road, we know how long that's going to last. That needs to be put on a list and planned for. We need the comprehensive plan for paving that everyone knows when their road gets paved, when it was paved, when it's on a list, the priority.
1: You want a list of actually when the (laughs) – when when is my road going to get paved if, paved? if it's if it's twenty thirty two, yeah. it's twenty thirty two. You, you want to know where you stand. Not am I going to win the lottery and <laughs> is my road going to get done this year?
3: Right, or am I going to?
1: Is I, Adam I, Bowman going to get elected and and, and two hundred south is, is going to get paved because he's right. on the county council? Or is council? my
3: wedding going to happen? You are going to pave my road. Yeah, you know all those things are stories that you hear. Um, but I don't understand. While it's roads can happen, you know they can de- deteriorate. But part of your problem with the roads is we need to get these the water out of it. How many times do you go by and you hit a pothole and you look around it and it's the the side of the road is higher than the road? Water is the enemy. That has to be out of there. Yeah, we you know that's the important part. That they we have to focus on getting the water away so you can maintain the base so that the road is stable. That's what's important.
1: That's I've always important. held Rush County up as an example of having great crowns on their roads. But and that sounds like a joke, but it's true. Rush, if you drive Rush County's roads. They uh you know they're similar size yeah. and they've got about a third the population. Right. But their roads, if you drive on their roads, Danny, you live there. They're they're together. together. We, yeah, did. we did. Same house. Yeah, yeah. We are yeah. together. It's right. amazing. Shared a bedroom. The uh you bunk got this, beds too. Yeah. yeah. The bunk beds, then we split them at some point. Is it we had like to the stepbrothers' bunk beds? Yeah, no. Yeah, we that's made a, room for activity. A, that's yeah. a
3: wonderful, wonderful movie.
1: Yeah. Anyway, the uh yeah, Rush County does a great job yes. with that. But
3: uh that has to happen. Just because we put an inch Surface material on a bad road, you're still it's,
1: it's going to blow up into your condo. Like,
3: it's kind of like having a bad hair day and putting a hat on. Yeah, still got a bad hair day. We need to, and I want to do it right. You know, like you say, even if it takes more time. But if we tell people, I understand you're not happy with 2032, but 2032 is when it's going to happen. Just get it out there. This is when we're doing something.
2: Oh. Just get some. Just a plan it's just like in manufacturing as long as you put it out there there's no surprises
3: and and but surprises happen but those can be addressed on a and more, more immediate need
1: well right. what the county's done is that they have and maybe maybe once again this should be on a website where it's easily available and you say here's the paving plan you you know if you read the courier times the you know basically the Newspaper of record for our county. Right. Their goal is to make sure that are arterial roads, so the Brown Road, Greensboro Pike, Wilbur Wright Road, Dublin Pike, named roads, make sure those roads are in good, have good quality. Correct. So that you're no more than two or three miles from getting one to, to one of those roads, so that you can get into the city, get to the highway, get to commerce. Correct. Your personal road may turn to gravel, it may be junk, it may be chip it sealed, but within two or three miles, we're going to have you on a on a premium road, on a high quality road.
3: As long as everyone understands it. Yeah. We might not all agree with it, but as long as there's you know plans, but I'm, I mean, look at uh, I think it's Wayne County right now doing that precast um, road with the precast uh, Yeah,
1: Indot's cu- got an – Indot yeah. on on 40, they're doing uh they're trying to do precast pavement. So they're pre making uh road panels let's and be, dropping them in place.
3: Let's uh have some uh, fun challenges. I think Challenge Spurs Innovation. So uh, let's Pete. Let's uh, pit all these people against each other and have some like miles of paving. How would you do a challenge and yeah. see what it does? I it's mean, if first, you look on like thirty eight in the state, like that. Yeah, if you if you see like on thirty eight, you know they're like test mile. Let's do this, and it'd be proudly paved by the wonderful people of the county highway that do a wonderful job.
1: You know, let's, Betsy let's was up, in favor of volunteer road crews. Are you going to have volunteer road crews?
3: I'm a I'm for inmate road crews.
2: I would agree with that.
3: I, I'm a but big fan. Of I'm a well, okay. I was a part of that with community service. But if you have one county highway employee that's dedicated, and you have one inmate who's dedicated to their job, that's two, that's one county highway employee getting with the assistance of two. If not, I have to put another you know, county highway employee with a county highway employee, so I could double my amount of what I get done by having volunteer or voluntold services. Mm-hmm. But and you make him away with the skill. It's all about rehabilitation, not incarceration yeah I dealt with the same people all the time. It was so annoying. then you deal with their kids, then mm-hmm. you deal with their grandkids and they come and bond each other out like it's normal and you talk to them on a first name basis. It's about rehabilitation, not incarceration
1: so the uh we've talked about roads we've mm-hmm. talked about business development uh we talked a little bit about uh, about the budget, but we didn't really talk about the jail you've got first hand experience I on did. the jail
3: yeah I think I'm the only candidate that actually worked there
1: yep yep so, so what uh what needs to happen you know there, there's a there's a study going on as always we've got a study I mean,
3: we're five year like I'm tired of the study stuff. I mean, we're five years away from playing. We're not getting any better. Let's make a decision. We have smart people that live here and work here. We so can do it, do it ourselves. Do you think we
1: need to build a new jail? Do we need to rebuild the jail we have? Do we need to I, move I to the it, county home? Where the uh, you know where the youth opportunity center is just Heather grand opening? What's what's the solution?
3: Um, there, I there's two ways to do it. Um, I, I think that the current jail facility has outlived its usefulness. Um, the jail design has changed. They're more pod based, um, like your You know, like your geo. Like the new prisons they build are pod based. Um, that jail is not. It's linear based. Um, I think it's time to seriously do action and not a plan or anything. We have smart people. Let's let's get our heads together. Let's make a smart choice. But I want to focus on rehabilitation because if we continue to work on incarceration, then we can't build a big enough jail. But if we work on the rehabilitation, I mean, our court system with the veterans court, that is an amazing, truly pilot program that our county is doing. But let's expand that. Let's have a mother's court. Let's have a father's court. We already have a family court. But you, why would we not take each one of those segments and have specific needs for that? Because if we don't focus on rehabilitation, is it, what do we want to build, a 300-bed jail? Is that enough? If we keep this up, it's not.
1: Well, and a, and a lot of those issues are also because the state has changed who has to ha- warehouse folks, right? They, oh, you know, I was there the, for
3: the transition of when yeah. we used to house Department of Truck Corrections Wait, we, prisoners. We, we, we yeah. would
1: make a profit because yeah. the state the state was responsible for them, and mm-hmm. Henry County had extra space. So right. we would, you know, when Kim was when Kim yeah, was sheriff, we had extra, space. we had additional people in the jail. Yes, uh, and then we pivoted to you know in the last five years, and the different demographic things have changed where, with with regard to who gets arrested and who ends up here. Uh, and, and I think the majority of folks that are here, as I understand, after talking to, uh, to Sean Rao and I think to uh, commissioner Baker, uh, 80%, 90% of the people that are sitting in our jail are awaiting trial. That's they're, true. It's not that they're okay. sentenced and they're sitting in the jail. Correct. It's that they're awaiting trial and they haven't bonded out. Not guilty. Uh, and so those folks, you know, they they truly have to be warehoused. They, you can't, you can't let them out on the street. They've Correct. not, they've not been released but. by the judges. So the, those are the ones you're stuck with. Long term, it it seems like we need to put pressure back on the states to say, "Hey, don't saddle every county in the state with these, because Fountain County's having to build a jail, Delaware County's building a jail, Hancock County, Rush County, maybe Henry County, likely Henry County, you're gonna have to build jails That's to right. deal with the laws you've created. Mm-hmm. I, we need we need to send them back to state jails.
3: There's not a lot of listening up. Yeah, well, more a lot of dictation down.
1: Yeah, you have to have the relationships with the legislators to say, "Hey, this is ridiculous. You've got every." You've now loaded the gun and put it in the hands of the county council, where they have to they have to look at making seriously difficult choices. Of, right. Are we going to pave roads? Are we going to have headcounts in any of our county departments? Or are we just going to pay to warehouse prisoners because you've changed the law?
3: Right, and that, and that is a very valid point because that happens. a lot of a lot of time is like I call it dictation through legislation. As far as you're going to do this without the resources or the funding to do what we just made you do.
1: So on episode 53, Kennan was on, and he said that he was in favor of uh, passing a, a tax increase. A, tax. In, uh, to, we have the public safety tax, but now mm-hmm. it would be a jail tax, half percent or one yes. percent. Is that something you're, think that, you're tending towards, or do you think there's a different solution?
3: I think that funding option is a part of the pie. Okay. I don't think that we should singularly source any construction project with one singular tax because it comes too burdensome. I'm sure there's money we can find. I'm sure there's money we can generate. I'm sure there's a tax that we could probably put on.
1: Some sort of a tax. you low a tax. Okay. Yep. All right. The, uh, other than that, anything else on the jail?
3: Um, no. Stay out of
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's
3: kind of a, yes. I wish we could solve the problem by not having a jail. Right. Because ultimately, we should all try to do well. Mm-hmm. But we know we're not. But we must work with the judges prosecutor and everyone to have a jail that serves everyone's needs not just the singular needs of a couple of individuals
1: we understand in the live stream we're having some sort of an issue with the audio uh, we think we've got it fixed or Dakota's been resetting things here and there uh, if you're losing bits and pieces of the audio we encourage you to go back to the podcast form we do have a good quality version of that so we will have uh, we will have audio uh, at least over there if you've uh, if you've missed anything and if Dakota gets crazy we'll try to <laughs> stitch things back together. <laughs> Uh, all right. So the the other two major issues that uh-huh. people pe- people have been talking about uh, not necessarily just in in our district and District One, but across the county, uh, wind farms have been huge.
3: Big. Yeah, it's big Everybody's issue.
1: talking about wind, because, and it's not really a county council issue with, it without, uh, except for abatements, it's which, which may come across. Uh, so what's your what's your official wind position?
3: I'm not the biggest fan of abatements. Period.
1: Okay. So you're no on wind abatement.
3: I, I'm no on a lot of abatements. Okay. I think it's a tool in the bag. But you, um, let's okay. It's like a card game. So if you dangle abatements out there, you're not playing poker. You're saying, "Here you go."
1: It's I like think... you have a race to the bottom, right? All, all every community has has this. <laughs> here, you go, every,
3: here you go. Everybody here you has go, an here economic
1: development go. corporation, and everybody says we're going to give you an abatement to build me a t- to build a TS to head. Correct.
3: Which uh, everyone doesn't.
1: Right, and so that's that's kind of an even playing field. Everybody's close to a highway. But, everybody's close to you know. Everybody's trying to be shovel ready. Those are all of the things that, you know, that these communities are doing. Henry County is no different than Delaware County or Allen County.
3: No, I mean, it's like selling your soul sometimes. I think the economic development does a wonderful job, but um, they have a a couple bullets in their, let's say, proverbial gun, but uh, the, uh, everyone automatically just kind of like lays everything out on the table and says, I I can give you this. Me too. I can give you this. I can give you this. I can give you this. So what happens is you have a, like, who wants to be the winner of the losers?
2: Yeah. Who gives the most up to get this? Well, in a lot of ways, we're a me-too society. It's not that, hey, I can do this better than Dakota. It's, oh, I can do the same thing. Why don't you just do it for me? Correct. So you need to separate yourself, show why you're a value, and and then move on. And I think pride in the county Mm -hmm. and pride in your
3: workforce and pride in your development can be, which, which we have most of those things. Um, that could be your biggest selling factor I mean everybody's gonna give you everything, but what do we bring to the table as a community to draw them here right like t s tech put it on a map they just yeah, that works I mean the guy that I know the guy that picked here drove down that's where they wanted we had we were within the x that we wanted to be mm-hmm. the abatements were all secondary, but we were located where we want to be so the, we want to make ourselves attractive the
1: win the win for t s tech was Honda being in Greensburg, and then it built out because of that.
3: Honda, we, TS Tech selected it because Honda built in Greensburg. We had to be within 45 miles. Yep. And we were within 45 miles. Yeah. But, I mean, as far as, like, the wind farm, uh, I, it is very passionate. It's a divisive, I mean, you have households that have divisive, you know, uh, arguments over, you know, some people like them, some people don't. Have
1: you and Mrs. Bowman fought over wind farms yet?
3: No, we have not. Um
1: You didn't try to put one in the backyard?
3: You know, quite frankly,
1: um, we have not discussed wind
3: farms at the Bowman (laughs) House for myself and my wife. Um, I mean, we both we've driven and seen them. Um, I've tried to do my research, not tried. I've done my research, Uh, a lot of peer reviewed studies because people have passionate um, arguments against this. Uh, But as far as a county council role, I have heard or seen no abatement request so until the county council would be presented with that, then that's where we are. I mean, I my general statement of abatements is I don't like laying everything out on the table before we go to a uh, a negotiation.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, on, on the wind issue, it, it, I know everybody's very passionate about this. Are, and yeah. and, there and rightfully been, so. It's OK. In 75 percent of the council races, you, you seem to have an anti-wind candidate. All of and, them are anti for something. Yeah, well, and, and what I've seen. Is you know, and there's there's four candidates: uh, mm-hmm. Peg, who's coming on tomorrow; uh, Ed Tarantino, who was on a couple yeah. weeks ago; uh, Susan Hoon, and uh, and uh, Cannon, who was on last week. They're yeah. you know they've they've co you know they're they're raising money together. They're they're definitely co branded. They're on similar signs. Um, mm-hmm. Ed's race obviously does influence that in the commissioners race. Commissioner. That that that's one very that's very either. very too much tied. Yes, the three council races. I I feel like everybody has the I've not found a candidate yet that says yes I would vote for the abatements. So it's kind of a non-issue. I don't know. I,
3: I I appreciate that because I feel that there, the county council's role in this has sometimes been skewed. The only participation that the county council could have would be to vote yes or no for an abatement.
1: And there's it's, one. There are seven members on the council. Correct. It would take four to put an abatement in place. Correct. Uh, and then the council does get one position on the planning, planning commission. commission, right? Uh, whether or not that's one of the new rookies, whether our seat or another seat, you don't, seat, know. You don't yes. know that that would be there. Yep. Uh, so there would be a potential that one of those individuals be there. Uh, right now, it's Robin Reno-Fleming, who's Correct. in the second district. She Correct. is up for reelection. Uh, that's Malikota, the race right? Chad, Chad yeah. Malakote is yep. running in. And uh, and before that, Steve Duggar, who's in yes. the third district, who's uh, Peg and uh, the, the, another individual and, and uh, Betsy Mills are in that race, along right. with Jesse Riddle and uh, Dakota Clark as the Democrat. Uh, there's a lot of people running out there. Western Henry County is like a, but there's a, just a, a zoo but, of people. But running it's okay. For
3: I'm glad to see people step up to the plate. And and, and and do this is if it's their passion about it, stand up.
1: You have no idea how happy I am that people are interviewing for these jobs. Four yeah. years ago, Darren Jacobs ran uh, in, yeah. N- in Nate's Good race. Of, yeah, uh, and then the three libertarians ran. Otherwise, no there one. would have been automatic re-elections across the board. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's. But, I'm I'm thrilled that people are I'm participating. Thru- involvement. And I hope that once people get through, and if there's any open races, you know, whether it's the right. clerk's race, the auditor's race, the you know, the, the I commissioner, mean, there's there's nobody to face the the Republican in the fall, no matter who that is. The sheriff's race is, oh, there's nobody running for sheriff. Right. There are automatic. It's there are, cheapest race. There are absolute. Uh, there there needs to be competition across the board, not just right. in primaries. Yep.
3: Because so, I think challenge spurs innovation.
1: Contact Dakota or contact the uh, the Democrat cha- County Chairman and get on the get on the ballot in the fall if you're not uh, if you haven't worked that out yet.
3: Yeah, but I mean, and, as far as the I, I I mean, my singular issues outside of the kind like, I think uh, you know setbacks are very important. Uh, but we have to look at the totality of the project. Um, there's a lot of good points either way.
1: All right. Uh, so the other big hot topic thing, once again, not not as much of a council issue, but we've we've talked am, about it a little bit.
3: There's a lot of these polarizing issues that asking candidates.
1: It's that, like asking if we should have hunting of unicorns. Some of these things will never uh, happen know, for the council. Yeah. But how do you feel about hunting unicorns? Uh, should we Should we sell permits to hunt <laughs> unicorns in Memorial Park? If it, you can it, find one, it, yeah. And I, how much should they be?
3: I, I'm not a big fan of like uh, fee based generation of revenue. <laughs> I'm not.
1: Flat taxer? We just we should just have oppressive food and beverage taxes for everything instead of uh, if you want to put in a quarter well, see a duck.
3: Well, yeah, I mean that wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, I mean that's a good point. Is yeah, put a quarter and you get to see a duck. I mean, I'm more about uh, Memorial Park uh, created for the uh, masses, and sometimes when you become a fee based, um, no fee based needs to survive. Um, but yeah, we're not gonna. I don't want to get to the point where we uh, have to pay to see ducks.
1: All right, so uh, on the Doughboy issue,
3: <laughs> on the Doughboy issue,
1: yeah. Are you? Do you have a? Do you have an opinion? Do you yeah. ha- Yes, I do. Okay, where are you at?
3: Okay, opinion I have is so it's very another polarizing issue.
1: Um, this is like Ford and Chevy in the county at this point. It
3: is, yeah. Or, in
1: a Mopar town, in a Mopar. That's what I'm going to say. In yeah. a Mopar town, talking to a Honda guy.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, just yeah. We're all prideful. Um, I'm a big fan of honoring the past. Um, sometimes needs change. Sometimes design intent changes. Um, me personally, I think a uh, little plug out there. You know, Kirsten Lang Kronk uh, brought up a good point. That they,
1: Patreon supporter, by the way. Yeah,
3: good friend. Went you. to school. All right, but uh, she and she's a, got
1: friends all over yeah, this race. She
3: Does yeah, but um, she brought up a very valid point. If you remember. The condition of this was discussed, which if you do do your research, it is very well known that the condition of this was known 20 years ago. And it fell by the wayside. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm completely, I understand both sides. Me personally, what if we have like an area of honor that's accessible to everyone? Um, it seems that people who are passionate for moving it have raised the necessary funds to do it. Um, the location of it um, before this, how many of the people can really stand up and it was something you knew about, but how many people really went there? And is that the fault of us for not creating the atmosphere and the accessibility? But I I'd rather create like an area of honor because when we were kids, I don't know if you remember, do you remember climbing up the big hill to see the cannon? You go to yeah.
1: the top. Absolutely.
3: You went to the top. You did that. But could an individual, who was more time period oriented to that canyon, to the canyon Sorry, be able to go up there and see that? No, 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 they can't.
2: No, because you might
3: end up in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a fast wheelchair ride yeah. down, but you understand. So they could have uh, viewed that from afar. But if we had an area of honor that we could really do this right and have some really cool paths, and there's some really good designers out there that are homegrown that would love to take, you know, potentially take on a project. You know, look at, look at the Arts Park. What was it before it was the Arts Park? Lumberyard. A lumberyard. We're memorializing a lumberyard, lumber which is really cool, mm-hmm. with an arts park. But that was for a certain individuals that took it upon themselves to create a wonderful atmosphere. Look how many people really use that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I had a wedding reception
3: there. It's a cool place. Brooks, I got engaged there. Brooks and Dunn.
1: No. Diamond Rio. Diamond Rio, Come yeah. Come on, get your 90s country oh, music yeah, right if you yeah. want people to vote for you.
3: Oh, yeah, my 90s You got to meet in the middle, man. Probably, one of the band, you know, but...
1: Got a puppy on a string.
3: Yeah, but you—I mean, that was— No, you're right. I it, agree. So it was—no one talked about preserving the lumberyard before it became the Arts Park. hmm And now it's the Arts Park. So my opinion is, let's create an area of honor. Let's get a lot of these brainchilds. That We have some
1: really cool people. So is, is the there. area of honor the plan that they've moved forward with in front of the Smith Building, or are you saying they should find a third solution?
3: Uh, I mean, that is one option, yes.
1: I— because they're, like, they're supposed to build this thing, and it's going to be there in July. It's coming quick.
3: Right. I mean, I'm more for an area of honor. Okay. Where that's But I'm also kind of like, that's why you go to the park board meeting. Right. And that's why you have a park board. That's why the park board represents people that are in your area. And that's why they're servants of you. Uh, I, I get a lot of confused. Sometimes I feel it's confused by the involvement after the fact and to what I consider sometimes maybe potentially the wrong avenue, where this was discussed at the park board for a while. Those people on the park board are the ones that make the decision. Get with the park board. Get well, with
2: the commissioners. This was no secret that they were working on it. It was in process. If you're late to the party and your feelings are hurt now, that's your fault for not paying attention. And
3: But I understand everyone's passion. I do. Ouch. And, I mean, I understand people's passion. Yeah. But sometimes passion, you can be on the losing side. But um that, that's that's my opinion and like honestly i don't understand like i shouldn't agree with everyone in the room mm-hmm. i shouldn't agree with every one of my constituents potential um but i will have an opinion and you can get that you can help me persuade my opinion i'll do my own research but i mean we're servants to the district one that's my choice you know
1: so if you're a council member Yes. Uh this time next year and the Doughboy thing's still going on. Are you funding using county money to fund uh trails to the Doughboy to to find a third solution? Right. Or what what's your what's your plan?
3: If Trails to the Doughboy is true, I mean there needs to be a lot of research. If you remember just the Wilbur Wright Trails, the Rails to Trails program, what was it, four hundred and fifty thousand dollars for like what, a mile?
1: Yeah, they've been I mean, it, Jeff Ray's been chasing grants and, and yeah. finding grinding at that for right. the last half decade to but look at the first two phases and though. he's a
3: that's a wonderful project and we all use it let's take that passion and see what else we got out there I mean it's it would be expensive to make a path that it, now with all the regulations sometimes not the biggest fan of but they're, they're in their intent of regulations intent is good sometimes just the application becomes bad um, but uh, let's just let's 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 just there I I, I don't understand. There are passionate people in this community. You know, Jeff Ray is a wonderful individual for the Rails to Trails. We can sit here and name these individuals that have taken these projects on, spearheaded them, and have done their legacy with that. You know?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, Kathy Hamilton and Steve Beck and those issues. guys. Yeah, yeah they've, done, they've I mean, done great work to get us to the point where we're at now with right. not just the Doughboy but uh, the future Memorial Park and the plan that was presented I mean, in June of 2017.
3: I mean, we just look at, look, let's just look at historical. I mean, these, there was groups of people who got together. And decided to create Morrow Park. Mm-hmm. They had no clue what the na- they weren't they weren't flying machines, you know. They weren't cars. We started the inner urban. You know, where's the mm. inner urban restoration society? I think it's pretty cool. Those were neat. You hear the stories about them
2: going behind Walmart, driving around,
3: right, yeah, on a four wheeler <laughs> behind them. Yeah, everybody <laughs> loves the old inner urban. But you, want, you know, there are things that this that are that couldn't be imagined when these things were developed. Yeah. I don't want to disrespect anyone's intent, but also there needs to be the ability to morph and change with the times. And the Doughboy – the Doughboy is very popular in a lot of communities because it was a, like kind of a time period era. If you look at most of the other Doughboys, where are they? City centers?
1: Yeah, they're in cemeteries. They're in county courthouses. Right. You know, the the one ass- that – Right. The one that's most visible in our well, there's one in a cemetery in Delaware County, but then right. Owen County has one in Spencer, and it's on their county courthouse lawn. Right. Yeah, you know, it's it's five feet from a parking space. Right.
3: I mean, there's some like a, there's some things in our county courthouse lawn too, you know.
1: We do have uh, yeah. we have yeah we have a number of memorials down there. We well.
3: do. So I mean, those are things. We have that...
1: Civil War memorial, and we have a uh, the the J the J Lockridge the uh, Ross Lockridge yes uh, uh, plaque mm-hmm. that uh, Mark Shawnor helped get put there a couple of years ago.
3: Right. So I mean. There are areas to change, and there are areas to memorialize, and that's, that's what I'm about, accessibility to all.
1: So let's, uh, let's talk about your campaign. What, what have you been doing to, uh, to get the word out? Are you walking? Facebook? How, how do people support you, learn more about you? Yeah. What's, the, uh, what's the skinny on the Adam Bowman campaign?
3: Well, I'm, get, I'm getting out there. I put some signs out there. Um, I will be putting all my things. I mean, I'm, I'm not a shy character. but All my stuff will be on my website. Uh, that's launching next week. All right. Um, because uh, unfortunately you've
1: got $1 left. I'm just saying you have to dig into that pocket. again. I might have
3: to spend another 1395 for some dot com to host <laughs> it. But you understand, um, I'm trying to do my best to run a traditional campaign. Um, self-funded. I don't know anybody, anything, um, to get out there and talk to the people and tell them what I'm about. And a lot of people already know me. Um, through my interaction in the Sheriff's Department, family, um, and that I, I just want to, people to realize that I'm passionate about this, and I'm passionate for myself. Uh, my, my issue is I have four kids that I want to be here. Um, I come from a family of five. So I have brothers and sisters that don't live here. I have two sisters that live here. Three out of the five of us live here. But if we keep losing three out of five, it's not it's not sustainable. And we need to we need to attract new people and keep people. And I want to do my part, and I think the county council is the best way to do that.
1: Very cool. Uh, if people want to volunteer, get in touch with you. How do they uh, How do they do that?
3: Uh, best Best is cell phone. All right. Seven six five six eight six two nine four four.
1: Very cool. All right. Any other final thoughts? Anything we left out? All good. We got you there. All right. Well, very cool. We'll hang with us for final thoughts, and we'll see yep. we'll see where this train wreck goes. <coughs> You got anything for us, Daniel Paul? <laughs> I don't have a lot of final thoughts. It was
2: fun. It was great getting to yep. meet you,
1: get to know you a little bit. We're Hopefully actually neighbors. We'll see you around
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A lot of f- ties here and there. Yeah. So it was uh, it was an enjoyable time. I appreciate being a part
1: of it. So uh, and I'll probably see you tomorrow. Yeah, there's a good chance we'll see each other at some point. Get to work on your car. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm podcasting. I might see you tomorrow, yeah. too. Yeah, you want to <laughs> stop by? I'll be working on his car. Chevy Tahoe needs a hub. <laughs> Left or right, we don't know. Just needs a We could take bets.
2: I think it's driver's side. Yeah,
1: that's our guess. You won't
2: be there. It's driver's side. Sure,
1: <laughs> I'm going to lose the bet. Dakota so,
2: Davis.
4: All right, I guess my final thoughts are uh, going to talk a little bit about the voter registration office. Uh, went down there. the The ladies down there are so helpful. Very helpful. They really are. They're. Really nice a lot ladies. of tenure
3: down there.
1: They try to be helpful, and I and they are very
4: helpful to go what in. They with, but, with the power that they have, they are they're very kind. They really help a lot. They've as as a party chairman who is doing all this candidate thing and putting people up for office for the very first time. They've been extremely helpful. I'm pretty sure that they know me by now. I've been up there so many times this, in the past few months. Oh God, Dakota's here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly I, I at least try to give them a call before i head up there like i'm coming in like a preparation uh, yeah brace <laughs> yourself mr yes. davis is coming through yep that's a that's exactly how it is no but they they have been a big help but i did go up there and uh i there was a rumor that if you were the chairman of a political party in the county then you can go up there and access the cfa4 files
1: for all the candidates for the, free. they the campaign forms that, yeah. that everybody fills out. Right. Yes. Um, the first one. The, yeah. So in 2016, I went up as the vice chairman of the party after after the, the election was over. Uh, so this is probably mid-November. And I said, hey, I want copies of them. And they ran copies of every one of them for me and provided them at no charge. See, it might have been because the election was, was over. Maybe. Maybe that's the difference. Perhaps.
4: See, but so we, we thought that I could go up there and get them for free. Um, I I went up there and she said no, that's not true. I ran into Chad Malakote. He was up there and he was trying to get his copies too. And he was like, no, I can't get them. And uh, it's a dollar per page. And Adam, this stack for all the candidates is like three inches thick. Well, each one of them could be up
3: to what eight or ten pages. Mine, Mine was more. four pages. I no,
4: raised ten dollars, uh, and it was a four-page report. So yeah, because I, I optimized I think everything. That, I think that Nate Lamar's was fifteen pages. They had a had a ton of like individual small donations that he kept track of as mm-hmm. itemized i mean just a he's ton a very of, detail-oriented yeah. individual you think? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he is and so actually i got his printed i had them print his out because i had to what i had to do was ask them for a pen and a piece of paper and rifle through every single one of them and write down all of the relevant relevant information and uh they close at four i get off work at three so you I had to write fast. Yeah, I, I really did. And cursive or shorthand. Got to the very end, and Nate's was the only one I hadn't done. And I was like, "I have a twenty on me. You're just gonna have to print this off." <laughs> <laughs> because it, it was like it was literally four o'clock, and like people, the other ladies in there, you were could walking see Gavin out the purses, and you can look at the. I'd already person. heard him be like, "See you tomorrow." No like,
1: crap. <laughs> You're keeping this person over. Yeah, yeah. it's like so, so. Just print this out. for so me. So this is my frustration, and something I've, I've talked about today. Uh, I feel like as a county, our culture is stuck in about – I felt – when I was on the park board, I felt like we were in the 70s. Maybe we're at 1990 as a culture in the county. Maybe we're hanging out at 1990 where we could fax things in. And I went in there Friday of last week. Like go down to
3: Kroger and fax it because it was yeah, like the only yeah, fax you, machine Yeah, you could around. go
1: there and you could fax the county government. Yeah. Um, I couldn't email my report in. You could, you could bring it in in person or you could fax it. There was no email address available. You look at Wayne County – and every one of the reports are available by candidate online on the county clerk's website. They've scanned them in. and They're ready to go. They're very available. Last year or two, two years ago in Henry County, I was able to go in and get them printed at no charge. And, you know, we had the information. I was very frustrated for Dakota to go in and be told, no, you can't get it because it's in the in the Justice Center. The Henry County Justice Center is behind – you know this. You were in the Sheriff's Department. Don't take your, don't take your you cell
3: phone. You can't take in. your cell
1: phone unless you're an attorney yep. and you're a special class of person. You have to leave your cell phone behind. You can't bring a digital camera. So you have to go in and you're either going to pay the county the eighty dollars or ninety dollars to get a copy of every sheet of paper, okay. which is crazy. I
3: call it Area Twelve Fifteen. Yeah, it's oh, not yeah. Area 51, 1215 Ray 1215. Street. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it, it's it's incredibly frustrating. And I reached out. I have you know I worked on Rex Bell's campaign. I was his treasurer for governor, and two years ago, I've been an officer in the county party. I've run for state representative. I run for county council. I've run. I understand this document very well. Mm-hmm. You know, doing the campaign finance reporting. I had to use whiteout. Done it on all these different levels. Every bit of it's available online at the state level. Just jump on the secretary of state's website; it's there. Yep. Which is the equivalent of the county clerk, in this case. Uh, and I so I contacted Abby Taylor at the Indiana Election Commission. I said, "Hey, what are the rules? What's this supposed to be? Because I don't know, and I wanted, and I, I just wanted to understand what what are we supposed to play by? And apparently, every election board sits to decide. So every county government decides what we're going to do. So if if there's no rule, there's no response. There's no guidance, then I think we need to use as county council candidates uh, the soapbox that we have and say, we got to step it up, guys. I mean, we've we got we, Secretary Berry crazy. or Clerk Berry over in, in Wayne County has right. every one of them yeah. online. Yeah, that's right. I was going to say gonna have new Wayne County is awesome. I want to see that done at our level because I mean, there's no reason – we have scanners that we pay for with county money. We have a county website. We can – we put minutes up online. Why can't we do that with, with, with campaign reports so that everybody knows so that Dakota doesn't have to take an hour – I didn't realize you spent twenty bucks uh, or whatever it was nah, to, it's to 15 buy fifteen bucks, man, to buy those. And broke I, it, the bank <laughs> after after the fact. I was like, the hell with that. I stuck mine in his Google document. And I released it as my campaign today. If people want to see what I did, it's online. You can go see it. Right. You can yep. see my report.
3: And Mrs. Dorn in third grade told me I had really bad uh, handwriting, so I'm a big <laughs> fan of typing it. Plus, it has F7, so you can check your spelling. Yeah, there you and, go. Uh, so, but that 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 gets back to a culture and a transition that young blood that uses. I mean, it's no, let's just look at the, the the way that society has changed. You know, your traditionally newspaper used to be the proverbial Bible. You know, nowadays you have what I consider instant news. Yeah. And so bringing Henry County, I mean, it's not the fault of the office holder. I mean, they're just upholding the rules and regulate, you know, what they set forth.
1: But there's nothing that says we can't change that. But you've got a seat on the board as well, right? I mean as the clerk you've got a seat I, on the election board. Correct. You know, I I really want to see yeah, one of and then the political chairman, the Democrat and the Republican chair, because they were they finished got where their they, hand in that decision. They finished where they did in the Secretary of State's race. Yeah. If Mark Rutherford finishes second in Henry County, by the way, Henry County is gonna have a libertarian on the board instead Congratulations. of Congratulations. Instead of instead of Democrat or Republican. But the it's not like these decisions are made for somebody that's outside this community. We can decide as Henry County residents that we're going to do this. All it just right.
3: takes, it's a, it's a driving force.
1: Yeah. So, but, anyway.
3: I mean, I'm, I, it's, it's sometimes amazing the archaic, um, but that's just our generation. I mean, it's almost like going to the library and wanting to find,
1: you know, your library cards and like flipping through. You know, uh-huh.
3: now, we, or you now you just
1: go to the computer and type it in. We say as a county that it's going to charge a dollar a page. It's not state law that says it has to be a dollar a page. That's
3: established policy for th- us. The
1: commissioners yes. have Christ. set an ordinance that says it's the dollar a page. Well, we should, the commissioners can also say, hey, we can scan it for free.
3: It's kind of a little bit of a fee-based revenue that I talk about. I'm not the biggest fan of that.
1: Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's that's our soapbox. Do you have anything else, Dakota?
4: No, that was it. Except support us on Patreon, and we will get a uh, a twice-done... Episode of tinfoil time to you next week. It'll be even better the second time. It'll be time. very polished. And Flutie did win the Heidsman.
3: 1984. Yep. I I think was he an ESPN thirty for thirty, I think, right?
2: It I, was not too long ago. Yeah. I just was from a, the sports desk I just felt like you guys should know. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well we uh, <laughs> we know we had some
1: audio problems for the uh for the folks watching online. The uh the MP three that we've nah, saved I don't know will be what was pristine. Going on. It will be pristine. So download us on iTunes. Find us over there We're podcast first. The uh, the video stuff is uh, that's all extra. That's the uh, that's the cherry on top. But we are a podcast first, so you can watch us over there. It's one people are have... paying
2: for this. It should be better.
3: <laughs> well, it's one thing to have a radio voice, but then when you put the face with the yeah. voice, the, that's, why that's why like he's... that's why you have video. That's, that's why, like why he's losing weight.
1: Beautiful high, de- glorious high definition. All right, that's enough of that. We will see you all tomorrow night, seven o'clock, with uh, Peg Steffendel in District Three.